Hey, strangers. Welcome to another episode of The Strange Sessions. I am Kurt, and as always, I am joined by my radiant co-host, Krista. I'm not very radiant today. Neither of us are radiant today. <laughs> we are having a really kind of a lousy day. Oh like, I'm not feeling the hottest. I woke up feeling like still super, super tired, and when I got down here, I was driving to Krista's, and all of a sudden, I just did not feel good. And uh, I had McDonald's, and my stomach is oh, gurgling it is like a mile overdrive. a minute. Yeah. So... Even though this episode is about EVP, if you think you hear one during this, it is probably just my stomach. Yeah, we're pretty sure Satan does not live in my basement. No, but although we do have this, we way. have a flashing strobe light situation yeah. going on in the room behind us because the light bulb is kind of going on yeah. and off, so it's almost like something from a horror movie. So it's setting the stage. And I am really not going to have time today to edit this episode, so this is going to pretty much just be an unedited episode. So I'm hoping the <laughs> EVP stuff goes off without a hitch. Which we... is really funny because we have to really be on our game for an unedited episode I know, and, and I'm we are so not, off my game right now. I've been up since not, 2 a.m. We are not on our game by any stretch of the imagination. So we this this we could, apologize in advance. Yeah, not saying it's a train wreck yet, but the train is leaving the station and we don't know how this We're is going to go. We're just holding on for dear life. Yes, we are. <laughs> So I want to give some shout outs to our newest strangers, the ones I forgot last episode, our 100th episode to oh. mention. And those are Stephanie Johnson, Lauren Holloway, Grace Draplin, Andrew Wolniak, 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 Bob Newth or Knuth. I never know with a, Knu- a K sound. Sometimes it's Newth and sometimes it's Knuth. So I work with people with that last name and they pronounce it Knuth. Okay. But I've also known, known some people that really, were just that Knuth. The K is yeah, silent. Yep. Ruben Cabrera, Shelby House, Jan Adams, Anna Olson Hotz, Janelle Minton, Rian Emma, Gary Burt, and Carter Payne. Thank you guys so much for joining the strangers. Welcome. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. And do we have any housekeeping? Just Probably. thanks again for the 100th episode stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was really Yeah, humbling. it was. It was. I love that people said they got teary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't been listening back to our episodes lately, but I listened back to that one. And I didn't get super teary so during good. that episode, but it was that, that damn side, side session. session after. I don't know what it was, but I just kept... Uh, spoiler, I keep getting choked up during the uh, one of the upcoming... I'm just a sucker for a good love story. Yeah, it was a good love story. And it was sweet and sad and all Lots that. Of trials and tribulations. Yeah. So that's a little hint for a side mm-hmm. session we got coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's side session, code name is going to be Project Kansas. Okay. And I know nothing about it. No, but you will. Okay. You know about it, but you just don't know that that was the name of right. it. Right. Okay. Um, and I kind of like going in blind. I know you do. <laughs> I kind of like fun. I kind of like making you go in blind. <laughs> and speaking of uh, side sessions, the one that is going to air next week, the what I wanted the universe to bring me, you know what I'm oh, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yep. It hasn't no. yet. Dang. But what's funny is that Friday, I was outside at pack time, which is like recess, talking to the teacher that I work with, uh, Miss Munch. And... Um, this boy comes up and he just look. He's looking at me and he's throwing one of them up and down in his hand. Come on! And I'm like, that's weird. I'm like, where did you get that? And he said, I found it. <gasps> so then I told uh, Miss Munch about what I was looking for, 
And she thought it was really interesting. Like the whole idea about it was really interesting. And she's like, I have a whole bag full of these inside. Really? So we went inside and she showed me that she's got this huge bag of these. And Just she finds them or she, for students, like games? stuff for students oh, okay. that left over. So, so I might take one of hers because it was kind of like the universe giving me a sign that mm-hmm. those were there. The boy throwing right. one up and down in his he hand. He led you to a dice source. Yeah. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Oh, did I just give away what it is? That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's going to be one I of those I don't know things. where I was going with that. But anyway, back to housekeeping. <laughs> I don't think we have any. I mean, there's probably something we could talk about, but. Weather's been turning colder, which is I nice. Yeah, I do too. I love this weather. Um, Yeah, I got We went nothing. to a wedding yesterday and it was outside and it was near a lake and it was windy. So yeah, that, that wasn't so pleasant. That is why we were recording today. And yeah. I'm not going to have time because I still have stuff I need to pick up and and whatnot. Um, so you're just going to get us, you know. You're getting us raw. Raw and unedited. And, yeah. Ugh, that sounds weird. It does sound weird. <laughs> but hopefully we don't screw up. Hopefully I don't screw up too much. I'm just going to try to talk as little I have a lot of possible. stuff written down, and we're not really going to have time to cover a ton of this stuff. We'll just so talk I really, might, really fast. I might end up cutting <laughs> a lot of this out because, um, and this is stuff like we talked about before the podcast, so yeah. we're just doing it on here. Well, we're going to have to play every EVP twice yes, because we want people to hear it initially without and, uh, our input. Also, I, Kristen, I don't remember if we played this mm. sound clip that we have of... I think we did, and I can't remember what episode it was in, either. but it was, I have no idea what ghost group this is from. I've had this for like 15, 20 years. And, uh, what episode did you join us on Paranormal Palaver? Did we maybe play it on there? Possibly. I think I just talked about stuff. Like I don't think we had it. Investigation uh, yeah. stuff? But I keep hitting my microphone. In thing. case you guys have heard this, it is on a, uh, an investigation uh, from some ghost hunting group somewhere, and I, I think it's legit. I mean, I don't think it's it's faked. But it, it sounds is, pretty good. If it's it's fake. creepy. It's as, not even an EVP. No, it's not an EVP. It's more of something that happens during an investigation with one of the investigators. We might have played it on here, but even if we did, we're going to play it again because maybe I want to know the story behind this sound clip. Yeah, maybe like, somebody what who happened was there to that is person listening. was that person okay? Right. And this is one that legit. I cannot listen to at night because this one freaks me out like badly. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I like remember it. the first time you showed it to me, or you must have sent it to me. I couldn't listen to it. Yeah. I had to stop it. Yeah, because I was so freaked out. Yeah. So we're gonna be playing that again at the end of this episode. So I'm just curious. Just be prepared. Yeah, be prepared. <laughs> it's it's creepy. It's pretty creepy. Um. So yeah, I think that's all we really have for housekeeping. <clears throat> okay. Should we do a taste test? Should we should open this package we got from yeah, the listener? Yeah. Should we? we? This could be a taste test. We don't even know. We don't know what this is. Uh, the lovely and awesome it? Tiana sent me some stuff, but I asked her, is this part of it? And she said, no, she didn't think so. So if it, nope, Chris has got to get the uh, ceremonial dagger scissors. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I can tear this open. I'm probably supposed to be able to, but it's not happening. Not today. Not today. <laughs> I don't have the strength to tear this package open. I just like can't focus today. No, I don't know, I'm so I don't know what it is. Should make for a great podcast. <laughs> okay, like it's a bag with. Oh, it is a taste test. Ooh. Okay, is there what is one? that? It's probably just like the packing slip. <clears throat> oh, sh- this is from Logan. Oh, thank you, Logan. She said she messaged you instructions. Oh, she probably did. 
why do we need instruction? <laughs> now I'm like, what is this? <laughs> it's really cute. Thank you so much, Logan. Uh, entertain the listeners while I look for oh, our instructions. Um, so, <laughs> today's not a day you want me to try to entertain you. Um. Oh, oh I, I found it. Goodness. You don't have to entertain. Whew. Too much pressure. Kurt, I just sent you guys a taste test. You're welcome because it's going to be a 10-10. It's called White Rabbit Candy. It's a Chinese candy. I took Chinese when I was little, and we used to get these if we did well on a test or special days. Ooh. Wow, it's awesome. When you unwrap each individual piece, there will be a weird paperish wrapping inside. It's the, inside the wax wrapping. It's edible. It's rice paper, and it's really good, so leave it on. They start okay. off pretty hard, and you can eat them that way, or you can leave them in your mouth to soften and get chewy, and wait for them to get chewy, which is what I do. They're addicting. I don't think I've ever had just one. It reminds me of Mary Jane's, because they always start out yes, really hard. Yes, Mary Jane's don't have the edible paper. No. Logan, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Logan. That's a little surprise. All right. Well, let me take a picture of the package. Creamy candy. I'm it's excited. Got a little bunny rabbit. White rabbit. I'm excited. Makes me think of the Jefferson Airplane song. <laughs> and also Alice in Wonderland. Okay, hold on. Man, the lighting down here. We're recording, right? It's not good. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that would be my luck. I'll try to remember to record. Oh. <laughs> I'll try to remember to videotape the taste test as Oh, <laughs> oh, oh sorry, God. sorry for the lack of a camera, uh, a video. <laughs> we'll just take a video this way. Okay. Hold on. Wow. I just don't even know what to say anymore. I can see people unsubscribing left and right. Oh. If this is your first episode that you're listening to, we're usually much better than this. Sort of. Okay, ready? <laughs> ready. I would not think to eat that paper. Uh-uh. Well, that's really... Hard at mm. first. But it's getting good. Mm. Mm. It tastes vanilla. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of... I love the flavored Tootsie Rolls, mm. the vanilla mm-hmm. flavored Tootsie Rolls. Mm. Okay, that is good. That's totally what it reminds me oh, of. A Tootsie yeah. Roll. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think this is better than the vanilla Tootsie Roll. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really taste the vanilla. Oh, I'm trying to that, read the ingredients, but... They're in Chinese. I need glasses. No. Wait. Oh. Yeah, they are. <laughs> no. Okay. This is really good. Vanilla. I think there is actual vanilla. Van- I think there is, too. Vanilla. Oh, okay. This is mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Logan. These are a 10 out of 10. I'm going to do the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. I love vanilla Tootsie Rolls, but I think these are a little bit better than vanilla Tootsie Rolls. Mm-hmm. Mm. They're a little bigger, too. I really like this. I would not have put eaten that piece of paper that was in there, though, so I'm glad she told us that. Yeah, I would have peeled that off. Definitely 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I love this. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very good. Thank you so much, Logan. Yeah, thank you, Logan. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to probably try eating these. I can't eat these during the episode because then I won't be able to talk. No, it'll get really annoying for the listeners. Yeah. Okay. Like like we're not going to get really annoying for the listeners being the way we are today. Oh, gosh, that's good. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was <laughs> recording that. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hold on, I'm pausing this. Good Lord. Guess what? What? <laughs> I didn't hit record. Why does anyone even listen to us anymore? <laughs> 
When did you hit record? No, on the video. I tried taking a video of our taste oh, test. Oh, <laughs> you were still talking no. me that. No, we're recording now. Okay. I just want our listeners to know that I effed it up again. Yeah. I got it set to video, and I'm thinking we're recording, but I never hit the record button on my... You know what would be kind of cool? You know what would be kind of cool for our coffee listeners is a little video of well, our... They our, need something. A little video of our food that we're going to be like eating later. Like us out. Oh, sure. We can do that. Yeah. Something. <laughs> <sighs> oh, oh we are bad today. Holy cripes. Slightly worse than usual. <laughs> <laughs> Just slightly. I don't know. One of these days we'll get all this video stuff figured out. What is a time? Besides uh, time 12 to get, minutes. You know, 12 minutes? Yeah, it's not too bad. We are ahead of time, so that's good. We're going to just jump right in. Uh, I feel like we're missing something. I feel like we are too. Oh, I should have said something about if you don't want to listen to this crap. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to listen to this podcast, we don't blame you. No, the opening <laughs> stuff. You could, But we're past that point now. Yeah. We're about to start the topic. So. It's like we're both high and we're not. I, I wish I were. <laughs> I would feel a lot better. <laughs> Maybe we should. We deserve thunders all. Oh God! <laughs> that should be like our punishment when we forget something be. is that we need to each suck on a dunder salt. I'll be on my game moving forward if that were the case. <laughs> yes. My goodness. Are we? I wouldn't something? listen to this. Um. My, you know, my mind is fried from being back at school, mm-hmm. and I adore my, I, I adore. Most of your kids. Half of the students <laughs> and the other half are... A challenge? A challenge. They have opportunities? Yes, are a like challenge. As we like to say at work. But uh, we did the school forest thing this week oh, where yeah. I teach geocaching. Uh, you know, I, they have two classes come out and they split them into four different classes. And then at four times I teach geocaching. And it came up during one of them that I'm going to ghost hunting group and that we do a podcast. Mm. And they're like, how many people listen to your podcast? And I said, like a thousand something. And then uh, there's a girl, Kiana. She's like, she's awesome. She's one of my favorites. But she says, she just insists that I'm famous. Uh, she's like, yeah. And she's telling everybody, you guys, Mr. K is famous. Oh, that's funny. And then I uh, was messaging with Tiana, our listener. And she's like, oh, you guys kind of are famous. <laughs> like, it is of? weird that people in other countries listen to us. Yeah. You know, that blows my mind. Like we got such a sweet email from Alejandro. Oh, yes. From, and he sent from, pictures, uh, of, pictures his of his house that we talked about so in the 100th cool. episode. And we have a place to crash yeah. if we ever find ourselves in Argentina just the detail and the amazing work that he's yes. putting into that house yeah. is incredible yeah and again it's just one of those things that it's, it like you said it's <sighs> weird to think of that there's people in other countries that were kind of a part of their lives and they've listened to the first 14 minutes of this episode yeah and so God, still bless you. God bless you for doing that you Everybody just, can have an off day. We just have more than most people. <laughs> like I feel like our listeners shouldn't be giving us money. We should be giving them money to like <laughs> to listen, listen to, to us. us as apologies as for ap- episodes like <laughs> exactly. this. Exactly. How so, do I keep forgetting to record the taste test? This is crazy. You're usually like on ball with remembering to record the taste test with the big camera. Well, then I'll I'll get it all set up and I won't hit record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another hundred episodes we'll have oh this gosh. down to a science. This is um, why people love us, right? Yeah. We'll just tell ourselves. I don't that. know why people love us, but I'm glad they do. <laughs> Uh, we're going to jump right into our topic, which is, as you know, EVP. We already did an EVP episode way back in... I think season one. No. It was actually, I think, season three. Oh, really? Season, we waited that long? Season two or three. But yeah, we waited a while to do the EVP episode. Um, oh, that's my stomach. That's your stomach. So we did cover EVP in an older episode, but Kristen, I figured you guys might want to hear some more EVPs that we caught on Investigations. Mm-hmm. The ones we played last time I felt were the strongest. 
Probably. I don't know about that. Oh no! I I think though that when we were sitting down here, I was saving the episode, which takes a while, converting it to MP MP3, and we were listening to more EVPs, and we're like, why didn't we play any? Yeah, because of these? I have this really computer good. that has my the. It's just like a huge folder called Ghost Stuff. Yeah, it's got like all of our old stuff in there. And then we were playing some of our like from Demoda. Yeah, I think we just and, forgot uh, how good some of these. Yeah, we are. forgot how good they are. Uh, but I feel like Tell our us. other ones were easier to hear yeah they were more classy. so if you guys want these to hear these better B. maybe headphones mm-hmm. or earbuds would be really good for those and that's also we're gonna why we're gonna play each twice yes so we're gonna play the first one without any explanation yes. well we'll give you the background of what was going on if we can but we're not going to tell you what we think we hear and then we'll tell you what we think we hear and then we'll play it again to see what you hear yes. we don't want to influence anyone's mind before you hear it because you're going to automatically hear what we tell you we hear yeah Try not to do that. But I'm going to cut some of this out because we're not going to have... We've already talked about like the history of it. This, I don't know if we talked about because I was recently on Historical Ramblings with Lauren and Brian. Mm-hmm. And we did a EVP episode. And we talked about this. And I don't remember talking about this in the first one. But this is the first believed case of capturing EVP. According to the website hauntedspotslibrary.com, quote... 30 years before Edison's now famous quote in 1901, and we'll get to that in a bit, American ethnologist Valdemar Borgeras had made an expedition to Siberia to study the shaman of the Kuchi tribe. Kuchi. Kuchi tribe. In a dimly lit room, he witnessed what the shaman claimed was a spirit summoning ritual. The shaman beat a drum rhythmically, increasing in volume with every beat, the pace increasing exponentially as the shaman himself seemed to fall into a trance-like state. Bogaras was shocked to hear the room suddenly fill with voices from which he could not pinpoint a source, speaking a garbled mix of English and Russian. Borgamus writes, quote, I set up my equipment so I could record without light. The shaman himself... Bogoras noted, sat 20 feet away, and when the light was extinguished, the spirits appeared after some hesitation and following the wishes of the shaman, spoke into the horn of the phonograph, which is weird. Mm-hmm. When he played the recording back, Bogoras was amazed to find that he could hear the shaman talking as well as the ceaseless drum beats and the voices of the spirits talking over the shaman. Coupled with the drum beats and the shaman talking, the voices sounded like they were right on top of the phonograph input, which ruled out the shaman as he was over 20 feet away and he never moved. Hmm. So that is like... That's interesting. Yeah, that is I've interesting. I've never heard about Yeah, this. that's one of the first like recorded, like written down, recorded... Documented Documented EVP, EVP hmm. situations. So that's really interesting. But the other big one was Thomas Edison. In the October 1920 issue of Scientific American, he says, quote... I don't claim that our personalities pass on to another existence or sphere. I don't claim anything because I don't know anything about the subject. For that matter, no human being knows. But I do claim that it is possible to construct an apparatus which will be so delicate that if there are personalities in other existences or spheres who wish to get in touch with us, this apparatus will at least give them a better opportunity to express themselves than the tilting tables and wraps and Ouija boards of mediums and the other crude methods now purported to be the only means of communication. Hmm. So he was very much into building some kind of device that would, uh, you know, be able to pick up EVPs. Mm-hmm. And then seven years later in 1959 was when the real breakthrough came. A man named Friedrich Jurgensen, a Latvian-born artist and documentary film producer, was recording bird songs at night in the woods near his home in Sweden for a documentary film he was making. 
On playback, he noticed a man's voice speaking Norwegian and discussing the nocturnal habits of birds, which is weird. Yeah. Just, you know, that's almost like a parallel universe thing where there's somebody else there doing another documentary about <laughs> birds and like the, vo- the sound is coming yeah. through. Despite the, despite the striking coincidence of the subject, Jurgensen thought that somehow his recorder had picked up a normal radio transmission. But he was shaken when, recording again some weeks later, he captured another, different female voice. This time, the voice inquired, quote, Friedel, my little Friedel, can you hear me? Friedel was Jurgensen's pet name, and he immediately recognized his mother's voice. She had died four years previously. Now convinced that he had established a link with the beyond, Jurgensen carried on recording, capturing hundreds of voices speaking in numerous languages, many of which appeared to respond to him personally, in which he identified as deceased family members and friends. Mm. So that's pretty crazy. Do you have you ever seen? And I don't watch it any. Well, it's not on anymore. But the Ghost Hunters episode taps, where they're over in Europe somewhere. Maybe it was when they did that sort of spinoff. Ghost Hunters International or whatever, maybe it was. And they were doing a recording session, EVP recording session. When they came back and listened to it, they heard what sounded like a woman who could hear them asking questions. And she was responding like, who who are you? What are you doing? No, I did not see that. That's it was weird. Almost, and it was weird that she, it was like she was going about her daily life and she was hearing voices and didn't know where they were coming from. And was asking them, what are you doing here? What do you want? It was so weird. If you think about how that could happen, it it was just really bizarre. That is bizarre. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, I don't get how this works. No. I really don't. Like, how was he able to hear from his mother calling him by his nickname that Mm -hmm. only they knew? You know, so that's bizarre. But we'll get into a little more. But should we play like our first one? Sure. Which, what is it called? Um, um, I should probably. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's maybe you can't yeah. tell me what it's, what it's called because oh, then yeah, we're going to give problem. it away. Well, well, you <laughs> you just heard it. Yeah. So I'm going to have to maybe. We can't edit this out. No, I'm going to have to maybe bring that up so that I can see which ones I gave you. But um, this is from. Do you want me to take a photo and text it to you? Yeah. We'll do that. Technology. Clearly, this is from when a it is no longer there, so we can talk about it. This is from a hair salon that was in Manitowoc mm-hmm. that called us in because they were having such weird experiences, and that is where the vault was that oh. we always talk about, where Krista had like her one of her most uncomfortable. Yep. Like you clutching just, a crucifix necklace when yeah, I'm not even like religious. Yeah. You did not like being in that vault mm-hmm. at all. Um. And that is the hair salon. It was a very active place. It was a super active place. And I forgot that we got like decent EVPs. EVPs, So many EVPs there. Agreed. I'm texting you this list. Okay. Um, Hopefully it goes through sometimes in the basement. So you can listen to this first one. And then we will, when you come back, we will tell you what we hear during it. And then we'll play it again. (laughs) We've already told you. Which we've already told you. But hey, first one's free. Do I scare you? I feel like that's really obvious. That one is pretty obvious, <laughs> but there was nobody that would have responded like that. No, we don't do that. No, no, but you can clearly hear. I don't know who that is saying, do I scare you? That might have been the owner. Maybe. She was there with us. Yeah, the Barry owner was, wasn't there, No, right? the owner was there with us. It was um, like me, you, and the Zans, maybe? Yeah, the owner was there with us. Um, I'm trying to think. There were three people. It was the owner. 
it was of course Missy that cuts my hair now. Oh yeah. That, that opened her own salon because we still that's talk how about. We got in yeah, there. we still talk about the investigation. So it was Missy, another Missy. It was Melissa, Missy, Melissa, and the owner. Okay. And you can hear one of them asking, do I scare you? And we were in the basement, I believe, because so much stuff happened in the basement. That's where the vault yeah. was. Yep. But so now you're going to, you can clearly hear after one of the girls that works there says, do I scare you? You can hear a whispered, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we play it again. Yeah. Do I scare you? It's it's like super that one <laughs> is saying, yeah. that one is super clear. I think like, it's super clear. It too. sounds like a female voice whispering saying, saying yeah. Mm-hmm. So and weird. just to be clear, in an investigation, none of us would ever whisper a response no, after a question no. is asked. And if it would have been one of the we other girls, we out. would have called it out, mm-hmm. or people would have laughed. So yes. it's just a weird. There was nothing when we were there. I feel like I wasn't with you guys when you caught this. I feel like I was upstairs, like on a different floor. Yeah, we usually split up. Yeah. Hmm. I, I'm not even sure if I was there for this either. But super interesting. So now we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna skip some of the ones that we've talked about in our last episode, but we're gonna move now more towards the idea of ITC. If you don't I don't know if you know what ITC is, ITC and other methods of capturing EVPs. So from the Paranormal Rabbit Hole blog, quote By the early to mid-1970s, groups had been formed in Germany, Austria, France, Canada, Brazil, Italy, USA, and Russia. In Britain, two researchers, George Bonner, a psychologist and artist from Hastings, and Raymond Cass, a former hearing aid consultant from Humberside, began to experiment using reel-to-reel recorders and battery radios tuned to white noise to act as carriers for the voices. Bonner carried out an experiment in October 1972, asking into his microphone, can anyone hear me, but not expecting an answer. He received the reply, yes, in a rush of hiss and sound. Bonner supposedly went on to record more than 50,000 spirit voices over the next 22 years, although it took him five years to perfect his listening technique for spotting their fleeting presence. Despite his vast accumulation of recorded voices and well-researched theories on their origin and technical attributes, Bonner, who died in 1997, was unable to interest scientists into furthering his research. Ray Cass, who died in 2002, recalled, quote, There was great enthusiasm at that time and many experimenters, but as it became clear that weeks or months of effort was necessary before even a single voice came through, most people dropped out. Only a few survived. George Bonner and George Bonner and myself, amongst five or six others. We eventually assembled a body of objective voices, which clinched the case. However, the establishment ignored the evidence. The Society for Psychical Research was frosty. The spiritualists relied on mediumship, so the EVP people were pretty isolated. Mm. Which I get, because mm. uh, a lot of the stuff that I was researching this time talked about how recognizing EVP is almost like learning a foreign language, that you have to become attuned, attuned to, it, yeah. to it. For sure. And, and it also involves like several hours of yeah. just sitting and listening to audio. <laughs> and anybody who has been in a ghost hunting group knows you're going to get some people in that group that don't want to do go along on the investigations. But as soon as it comes time to go through 16 hours of audio are like, yeah, no. And then you have to do no, it. And them. then you also have to like second guess how well they're checking it. Mm-hmm. you know and i mean that like i to- totally trust you guys that's like yeah like if you guys tell me you're saying. listening to your audio yeah, yeah you yeah. know where i think some other 
person and then there's in a also, group could be playing Fortnite while they're listening sure, to their audio and not right. even paying attention to it. And there's also, you have to cross-check audio. So if you yes. catch something on your digital recorder and I was with you, I have to check that same spot to yeah. see if I and caught it. And I would it. always carry a recorder with me mm-hmm. and then place ones around. And then I would have to like, I would have two recorders. Remember, I had my little microphone on my cap and mm-hmm. I would sometimes have another recorder where I'm asking questions. And then I would have to go back and sync the sounds to see what it was. So yep. it is... Not, it's a lot of um, it's a, it's a detective lot of, work. Almost. It is a lot of detective yeah. work, but it's a lot of technical work too. Like mm-hmm. trying to figure out how you can double check what you got. So a lot of people aren't interested if once they realize that it's not just sitting in a dark room, sitting in a dark room, asking and, questions, and yeah. then getting an immediate EVP that you you know don't have to like search for to double check and stuff like you know that, that is a newer technique oh i don't know if it's newer but it's not something we ever did that i wish we would have tried is a lot a lot of the shows that i've watched recently they'll do like a 15 minute evp session and, and then, they will listen to it in the yeah. moment because it gives you the opportunity to react to what you caught and actually get further responses yeah. and i would love to try that well my recorder the one that we use during some of our investigations at vicky's um I can plug an earbuds into it and actually and listen, hear what the recorder so hears. It is super disoriented oh hearing what your yeah, hearing what your recorder is hearing. Oh, but then you also have the real-time possibility of hearing a response. Mm-hmm. You know, but then that also ties in with how does this work? You know, like yeah. what are they manipulating in order to make these these appear on there? Uh it's like it comes through in a different frequency or something that our ears can't hear. Yeah, exactly. So before we jump into this next section, which is kind of a little longer, let's do another one. Okay. This one is also from the hair salon. It is from Demoda. Uh, and I, I can't remember what's in that building now. But I feel like we kind of went into this thinking. Like other businesses? Yeah. Like I feel like we went into this thinking, eh. but then we did have a lot of weird stuff happen there. So we legitimately 100% think there was something mm-hmm. going on in that hair salon. So this one is also from the hair salon. You can listen to it once. There's actually two like that show up in this clip. So we're going to listen to this once. And then when we come back, we'll tell you what we hear. Well, that's creepy. Yeah, <laughs> I always know when Krista like backs away from the microphone. She's, she's like, little. "That's creepy." Ooh. So, what you're going to hear is, I believe one of them asking is asking, "Are you around Missy?" Mm-hmm. And then after that, you hear like. Oh, something. You hear like a voice muttering something. I couldn't tell you what it was saying. I couldn't tell you what it was saying either, but there is a voice there muttering something mm-hmm. after, are you near Missy? And then I think you say Flash or Rhonda. It almost Someone sounded like Rhonda. Someone says Flash photo. because we're about to take a picture. And right after that, there is a giggle. Very, a very obvious laugh. A very obvious, like female. It's, <laughs> it's a female again. Mm-hmm. So I do think that whatever is there is female. Yeah. But you can hear after flash, you can hear a female giggle. Mm-hmm. So we'll play it again. Play it again.
Yeah, and we're like, these are sort of okay EVPs. Yeah. Like that laugh is really creepy. Krista if you flips ask out me. every time yeah. she hears that laugh it's because the laugh. we're not gonna lie, that laugh is. I think that's. It creepy. doesn't sound like a malicious. Th- or malicious. Anything? It just sounds like a, a, a it's like so a, obvious. Though. Yeah, but that is Krista saying Flash. We mm. figured that out. Yeah. Yep. That is my the, voice. The laugh. Flash. I don't know, and it almost sounds like that voice after. Are you near Missy or are you around Missy? It almost sounded to me like I am. Mm. that's almost kind of what it sounded like okay. and, but I, you can't make it out 100% but the laugh it's very faint the laugh you can definitely the hear the laugh is not faint no so that's just weird <laughs> and just like a, uh, just an explanation when you're on an investigation you're usually in the dark and if you take a photo without warning people it can be very <laughs> blinding to have someone's camera flash lighting up the whole room so we always say flash before we take a photo it's a courtesy kind of thing yeah so next, we're going to get into George and Jeanette Meek. And I think we might get into them in a mini mystery because there's a lot a lot here. But from that last website that I mentioned that was the, um, I'll tell you in one minute, Haunted Spots Library. It says, quote, It was in late 1973 that most EVP researchers consider a major breakthrough in communicating with the dead was achieved. Paranormal researchers George and Jeanette Meek met a supposedly very psychic man named William O'Neill. And again, there's some there's some suggestions of chicanery and, okay. and stuff going on here. Met a supposedly very psychic man named William O'Neill who reportedly could see and hear spirits. O'Neill was also a gifted man with electronics and according to most sources combined his knowledge of electronics and his gifts of mediumship to produce a new device and a method of communication called the Spiricom. Uh, Spearcom is something that I researched like a lot back in the day when we were actively investigating. Spearcom was a set of tone generators and frequency generators that emitted 13 tones spanning the range of the adult male voice. Apparently, and according to O'Neill, he received help in his design for this device by working together with deceased physicist Dr. George Jeffries Mueller, whose spirit is said to have materialized to O'Neill one night in his living room. By 1980, the Spiricom device had advanced to the point that the disembodied voices were very clear, though strangely buzz-filled. Some would accuse O'Neill of faking the voices with an electronic larynx, you know, like the, like, like what? if you have throat cancer, yeah, and you have that that box. But also, like Peter Frampton, Peter Frampton, I think used that a lot in his in his music. Like this is different, though. That was like a tube that went into your. But mouth. I think that's kind of isn't. I think that might be kind of what the same. As an electronic oh, really? larynx. Yeah. Okay. Though this was never proven based upon the buzz-filled sound of the recordings, the fact that neither Mueller's nor or Neil's voices over ever overlapped, and the fact that despite detailed plans, diagrams, and other spearcoms being built, no one was ever able to replicate the types of results O'Neill did. So there's a lot of people that speculate that that was not legit. You can't replicate the results. Yeah. How do you test it? Or Yeah. yeah. But especially the fact that neither... Neither of their two voices ever overlapped when they were asking questions because mm. you get a lot of. That's they, so common in EVPs. It is. They where, talk over, and you. it's frustrating because then you can't isolate mm-hmm. what they're saying because they're talking directly over you. That's why those you almost have to discount because you have no idea. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a lot of suggestions of that that wasn't really on the up and up, but the Spiricom is a thing. You know, I I used to want a Spiricom. Hmm. WorldITC.org says, quote, in the winter of 1988, George... Did you say what ITC stands for? I will in a little bit. Oh, okay. Because I can't remember off the top of my head, and it's <laughs> down a couple paragraphs. Okay. World ITC... We're going to talk about ITC. Oh, and I was going to put other stuff on your flash drive, but I totally forgot. 
WorldITC.org says, quote, In the winter of 1988, George Meek and physicist Ernst Senkowski of Germany, both in their 70s, traveled to Luxembourg to visit the miracles being reported from the home of Maggie and Jules Fischbach, who claimed to be enjoying long, clear dialogues with spirit friends through their radios. As the two elderly researchers entered the small flat, the couple told them that they would be using a TV for experiments for the first time, and it would be an old TV that once had belonged to Jules's grandfather, even though it had been sitting on a shelf in the closet for years collecting dust. The spirit team had suggested that they use the TV and a video camera during Meek's visit. Jules and Maggie at first had been kind of like... Okay, that just sounds weird. The TV had no antenna and didn't function at all. The couple didn't own a video camera, couldn't afford to buy one, and wouldn't know how to use it anyway. Still, Timestream, I'm not sure who that is, had told them to acquire a video camera, so they had borrowed money from the bank and bought one the day before the two researchers arrived. Under the circumstances, by all rational thought, the couple should have been skeptical about getting any results with their visitors present that day, but they were accustomed to the miracles which their spirit friends were able to accomplish. They had come to realize that almost anything is possible if you keep your mind and heart open, have faith, and tap into spiritual forces. The TV was plugged into the wall current, and when Jules turned it on, it worked. A screen full of snow or static appeared. The video camera was then pointed at the TV, and this is kind of how people get ITC, is by pointing a video camera at a TV and recording, and it almost does like a... It's hard to explain. Like, you're recording the TV recording like you're recording the tv playing what the camera is recording so it's almost like an infinity effect Mm. where you see the the camera recording the tv record recording the the, you know it just goes on through infinity okay if that makes makes any sense sense. it's like holding a mirror up it's like holding a mirror up to a mirror that's exactly that's better than what i was trying to say (laughs) so thank you yeah it's like holding a mirror up to a mirror so they were doing this and recording so literally when you're watching this back you would see a camera in a TV and a camera. Yes. Okay. Yep. Moments after it was turned on, a three-second sequence of images flashed by on the screen. Mountains, a forest, a building, and most impressive, a couple walking hip-deep out into a lake or ocean holding hands, then releasing hands, then joining hands again. A high-pitched voice, which Maggie said was the voice of an ethereal being, broke through the TV static to announce the end of this successful experiment, the transmission of pictures live from the astral realm. Okay. So, Thank you for joining us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whether or not that's legit, that doesn't I don't legit. know. But that is is kind of ITC. According to an August 12, 2011 article on the live sci-fi website called EVP, Spirit Voices, Ghost Box, and ITC Communication, the article says the term instrumental transcommunication, or ITC, was coined by Ernst Senkowski in the 1970s to refer more generally to communication through any sort of electronic device, such as tape recorders, television sets, fax machines, or computers between spirits or other discarnate entities and the living. Hmm. So never heard about getting a fax from a ghost, but (laughs) ITC is like EV. So technically EVP is a subset of ITC. Okay. ITC is getting spiritual results through any, any means, any electronic, yes, any, any means of communication. Like a telephone, a TV, a camera, a digital recorder, whatever. But there are a lot of people that are like really into the idea of, um, TVs, like getting, getting, I'm going to turn on my computer. It reminds me of uh, Poltergeist. Yeah, totally. But I want to show you some of these pictures that I'll post them in the group too. But they're, they're, these pictures are claimed to be pictures of 
So is the idea that they whatever's out there manipulates the white static? Yeah, it manipulates the white static the same way that it's manipulating the sound around okay. it in order to leave to a message on images. a digital recorder. Yeah. Okay. So it's basically forming it's images. Odd. I don't think I've ever heard of this before. That freaks me out. Like you it know, does fo- freak we talked about this. Phone stuff freaks me out. Like I, I could listen for EB, EVPs all day yeah. on a recorder. I can do that in the middle of the night and it doesn't freak me out. But the idea of a TV screen filled yeah. with static freaks me out. The idea of a, a of a dead phone line yep. freaks me out. We know that I have this weird phobia about phone lines. At least with cell phones, you don't have that anymore. Yeah, when exactly. When the person you're talking to hangs up, the call's yeah, over. Yeah, the call's done. But on old school rotor, whatever they're called now, landlines, yeah. if, if whoever you're talking to hangs up, yeah. that line will stay open. Yeah. Right? Until you yeah. hang up. Yeah. And that's that. It's freaky. that open line that freaks me out. Mm. And I don't know if I had like a weird nightmare about that when I was a kid or whatever. But basically, that's what ITC is. Any means, uh, any method, any means of connecting with a spirit through any kind of mm. uh, communication device. It doesn't even necessarily have to be so electronic. Do you remember the movie White Noise? Yeah. Was that Keaton? Is yes. That his name? Or What's Kiefer his... Sutherland or Michael Keaton? I think it was, it was, Michael, think it was Keaton. Michael Keaton. Did he get images or was he just using the white static on? I remember him watching a TV that had a white static and I thought he was getting voices through there, but I don't remember him getting images. I totally don't remember That's that. That's an old movie. That is an old movie. <laughs> like maybe the 90s. I'm not even sure at this point. I'm turning my computer on because I want to show you some of these supposed ITC yeah, images. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested in seeing that. So anyway, going back to this. We one, post those to the Facebook page yeah. too. Okay. One part I can't vouch for them because it could be, um, it could be, it could be Tom Fullery. All these people are like, my TV was off at the time. You never know if their TV was really off right. at the time. Uh, one particular, part, oh, I hate this word. One particularly famous claimed incident of ITC occurred. Thank you. <laughs> occurred when the image of EVP enthusiast Frederick Jurgensen, who we talked about earlier with the bird sounds, mm-hmm. whose funeral was held that day, was said to have appeared on a television in the home of a colleague, which had been purposely turned to a vacant channel. ITC enthusiasts also look at TV and video camera feedback loop of the Drost effect, and that must be the effect, the infinite, the infinity effect. Mm-hmm. Also, as a part of ITC, in 1979, parapsychologist D. Scott Rogo described an alleged paranormal phenomenon in which people report that they receive simple, brief, and unusually single-occurrence telephone calls from spirits of deceased relatives, friends, or strangers. So, yeah. It's interesting to think about the fact that this was probably more common back in the day because we have everything's digital now. Yeah, like, so we like, don't have channels that just have static. No. Unless you, just ha- unless you have an antenna. Yeah. Unless you, you yeah. know, if you don't have cable or something. Yeah, but even, even my TV has an antenna, but we don't get static. You really? don't get static. The screen just, like, distorts. It doesn't, like, go to static. Hmm. You know, so, like, static's kind of not even a really it's a thing. A of the thing. Past. It is kind of a thing of the past. On the radio, you could still get static on the radio, though. Yes. Uh, so, ITC, instrumental transcommunication, was very popular means of trying to communicate with spirits back in the 80s. It was mostly used to capture visual evidence through blank channels, but was utilized later as a means of auto of auditory communication slash white noise generation, a lot like the TV from the movie Poltergeist, but mm-hmm. on a less dramatic scale. So Poltergeist... Although there were some visual things that happened yeah. on the TV on Poltergeist, too. Yep. All right, so I'm going to put these in a separate folder, so entertain our listeners for a bit. Uh, dang, um, I'm not very entertaining today. So what do you think of... Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, we've never tried... I was just thinking it'd be kind of interesting to experiment with. It, it. would be interesting Not to in experiment. My house. <laughs> but that would have been like perfect at Elsings because I think she mm. had 
TVs, probably old TVs there. And all we really could have, all we had to do was plug one in, turn it on to a static filled channel and then like maybe record it. Mm -hmm. Like who knows what we would have got on there, you know? So I am going to show Krista some of these. I should post them on the Instagram feed too. That's something we don't do. You'll share stuff to Facebook Facebook. and I don't share it to Instagram. Would you rather I just put these on a flash drive and then you look at them on your computer? Like like here's an example. So supposedly it's opening. It it is opening. (laughs) Everything's a little slow today. It's not just me and you. Like, supposedly in this picture, I'll show you a bigger version. This is, like, from the 70s. Like, the TV... Yeah, the TV TV. was supposedly off. So, now I'll show you, like, an enlarged image. Okay. Looks like the face of a woman. Yeah. Yeah. So, they claim 100% the TV was off. creepy, But there is a face. These are creepy. face looks really dark. Her eyes look really dark. ITC pictures creep me out. Mm -hmm. Like, the idea of... um, Like, how does that even work? That's hard to wrap my head around. Like, here's another one. Again, these all look like from the from the 70s or 80s, and I'll click this to enlarge it. But the TV is off, and you can see, like, the top of someone's head, like, yeah, looking see, like, at eyes. him. And all these people swear that these TVs were off. When Judging this... by that guy's outfit and his mustache, I'm going yeah. with the 80s. <laughs> that is really creepy. I mean, if I this legitimately one, saw something like this that. This one, there's, like, a weird light in the middle of the TV, and it almost looks like there's a figure standing there, like a black outline of a figure. That one doesn't really do it for me. No, I don't really see that one no. very well. I love that the kid in the front is like oblivious to whatever's oh, going on behind him, though. Um, here's one. How have I never heard of this before? Here's one from a TV that's supposedly off. This one kind of creeps me out. Well, is it always really the TV like is off or it's off or on a channel that's just showing static? These people all like swear it was off. So it's not a static. That one I don't like. That one creeps me out. Ugh. Almost like it's looking out of the TV screen. Yeah, it's like black and white. Yeah. So these weren't channels that were set to static. They were off. Yes. Okay. But that's what these people claim. Right. You know? So who knows? You know, but you can see these are all like old 70s, 80s looking TVs. That'd be interesting. That'd be something that's interesting to research. Maybe those are just images from like really... Oh, that's it's like a baby's face, but there's people that say that they recognize the people, the pictures in the the face in the in the TV screen as like people they knew. As people they knew. Oh, I was gonna say as somebody who's like really into research and could research images, maybe they're just they were watching some obscure movie that no one yeah. would ever know about. Yeah, and I mean, but took a photo. What's of it. weird though is that in almost all of those ones that I just showed you. There's just the face. There's like nothing in the background, right. which makes me it's think like that yeah, head. which makes me think that these are legit, mm-hmm. and they're creepy as hell. Like they I are don't really like creepy. these. This is another. Their one eyes of, are always dark. Yeah, almost like black eyed kids. Yeah, dark. this is like another one of those things that I don't like because no. it's it like I love EVP. Don't want to do any ITC. It's almost like you can actively see something looking back at you. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, and 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 you know, one of the articles I was reading talked about that and said. It's almost like that these faces are always there, like watching you on oh. your TV, which is a creepy. Or the entertainment. Yeah, which is a creepy idea. Should we play creepy. another? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, good. Oh, this one's, yeah. 
Um, hang on, I gotta see what I gotta see what this one's called. Yeah, this one is weird. I, we're just I'm just gonna tell them this one before we listen to it because this one is kind of a long one. Too. It's a longer one, and I don't think we played this one. I don't think we did either. No. But this one is weird because of where we were. So for this one, this was like one of our we first. We may do an episode on this. Yes, location. this was about JFK prep, mm-hmm. which Devin did. Did he already do his JFK prep so. episode? He asked me for more EVPs, and I'm like, I don't know if I have any. Then I was going through these, and I'm like, oh, I had a bunch. <laughs> Forgot, <laughs> sorry, Dev. But we were going through JFK prep, which was it, it's an abandoned even though there's a thrift sh- a thrift shop now in the basement, but it's an abandoned, we've talked about it on here a lot, an abandoned high school. It has dorms. There's a church. There's a cemetery. A it Father was a Oshawa. private, yeah. like, um, what uh, was the, was it Catholic? No. No. Uh, um, Franciscan? Like, like Father Oshwald's re- was, I don't even remember off the top of my head. But he's he's in buried not buried yeah. but his coffin is there that you can go in and see his coffin. It's actually like a stone. Yeah, like a little chapel. It's like in a chapel. Yeah. yeah, but this place is just amazing. So this will be in an episode. In yeah, the we won't future. go too much into the history of it, but because uh, that'll be there safe is for that inter- yeah. There's interesting stuff, and in we should do a whole episode about Saint Nazians. The place has such a cool draw to it. It though. does. It does. I mean, but Saint Nazians is like. There's something going on in that town. It's just... Oh, the town in general. Yeah. Okay. So we'll get to that when we do this. But we were walking through JFK Prep, which was it, it was an old... I believe it was an orphanage for a while. It was a seminary school for a while. It it's was like a, an investigator's dream. Yes. And in this there's clip... tunnels. There's like... I yeah. have a very old, crappy digital recorder. So there's a lot of hissing and mm-hmm. stuff. So... But we were walking through the school, and we were walking like down the main hallway of the school. Who all was there? Barry, Michael, like people. Some of these people you don't know. I think Rhonda might have been there, but you'll hear us talking. Okay. But what is weird is in the background, and I, maybe it's just me, but I swear no, in I the background, it. you can hear what sounds like people maybe being beaten with straps mm-hmm. and like screaming, yep, or like crying out in pain. And it's weird because that is something that conceivably could have happened there in the past. Yeah, when it was an orphanage or when it was an Mm old-fashioned school, like it's weird. But what you're going to be listening, yeah, what you're going to be listening for is the background where it sounds like because we were walking through the hallway and talking, nobody was smacking anything, and you can hear what sounds like yelps or cries in the background. And this one is weird, but it's also an old digital recorder. So here we go. This is so weird because I remember the last time I heard I'm recording just so you know. Okay. <laughs> the the last several times I've listened to this, I hear I hear the the you know. I hear like a smack, like. and then I hear like a cry right after it, and then I hear somebody. It almost sounds like a, a voice going "why" it's or like a I guttural voice time, going though. "why." I but, hear children laughing or talking now in the background, and I never noticed that before. I I hear what you're saying too, but I hear what sounds like somebody getting hit, and then 
when I'm listening to it with my headphones on and I'm yeah, just like focused on it. It's probably a better idea. Yes, but we'll play it. It happens late, it happens further into yeah. the clip. It's not right off the bat, right? But like it I said, there, no, in. there's a lot going on in the background and they, what we were just walking through the hallway and you can hear one of them say, I'm going to take a picture. Like I said, nobody was making smacking sounds on yeah. anything and it's... So pretty much everything you hear close to the, the recorder is you guys. Yeah. This is all happening. Yeah further away in the background so this one just one is intriguing like i never know what to make of this one but there's stuff there i don't know that shouldn't be there yeah okay we'll play it again yep It's so weird how I feel like now I can clearly hear very small children's voices. It's it's possible, but... I, mean, I definitely in, hear the smacking sounds, which makes no sense. In my head, that's what I picture is like a room where students are being stra- hit with straps. Mm-hmm. That's what I see in my head when I hear that. But it's just, and again, it's an old crappy digital recorder. So yeah, we'd recommend listening to that one again with earphones, with ear headphones head, or headphones. earbuds. Yeah, but that one is just bizarre, and people seem to really like that one. Mm-hmm. And it's there's just weirdness going on there. Definitely one one that I don't really have anything that I thought was really fascinating, I don't have it on here, um, was when we were at JFK Prep, we talked about this. There's like, when we were down in the basement with Jerry, with the owner of the building, we were trying for EVP, and I'm listening back to the recording, and there's nothing. And then we were down there, and headlights showed up, so he thought it might be a cop. Mm. So he got up and left and went outside, and after he left is when we started getting hit, mm. like, one after another, but they're very faint. Interesting. Like, there's the one that, like, like, they Ron- hide like from yeah, them. like, Rhonda was deathly afraid of us leaving her alone there, and when we get up to leave, you can hear a voice say, don't leave Rhonda. And, oh, that's you know, right. yeah, and it's just weird, but their their stories are so hard to hear. Mm-hmm. Like you almost need to be listening with a headphone for those. But there's like a ten minute segment where there's just a bunch of these. There's the I have blood on my jeans, mm, hate my jeans. So so weird. So maybe that's something we'll put out for like a maybe we'll do some side other time a side session. But those you almost need to be completely focused on. These ones are a little more audible. That's why we went with these. Mm-hmm. So we'll read a little more, and then we will do the next one. Which I thought we did the next one, but I don't think we did. Uh, one of the earliest reports of ghosts appearing from a TV was in 1953. A family named the Travers family claimed at the time that their TV was inhabited by the ghost of a woman who would jump out of the background of television shows or creep out from the static. That's uh-uh. great. <laughs> Krista's eyes got no. really wide. I'm just going with no. The woman's voice was also said to echo out from the TV even when it was turned off or completely unplugged. The story was so well known that it featured an issue of the that it was featured in an issue of the New York Times, but when curious reporters flocked to the residence to try to get evidence of the haunting, the spectral woman appeared to be shy and never appeared to anyone except the family. Hmm. But <laughs> I'm hoping that's faked because Me that too. is creepy as I don't like it. hell if it's not. Uh, according to the website paranormalhaunting.blog, it says, quote, In 1968, when a woman in Minnesota claimed that an outstretched hand had reached out from the black murk beyond the screen of her unplugged television and pressed its palm right up against the glass, the startled woman managed to take a photograph of the alleged ghostly hand as it began to fade away, and the picture has made the rounds ever since. 
According to the woman and her husband, the same hand has appeared on more than one occasion as well. So Mm. the hand pressing against the inside glass of a TV. Like there's something in there. Yeah. Like that's (laughs) that's messed up. Uh. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. No, 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 no. No, no, no. (laughs) Throughout the 70s and 80s, ghostly TV occurrences became more popular. And one popular story is that a German ITC researcher named Klaus Schreiber had used an apparatus that he called the Videocom, which used a video camera aimed at a TV set that was switched on but not attached to an antenna, and the signal looped the output from the camera back into the TV. Mm -hmm. This loop was said to produce dramatic results with various faces apparently blooming out from the white noise on television sets, and on one occasion an actress from Austria named Rami Schneider supposedly clearly appeared on a TV in one such session years after her death. So, yeah... That's just weird. Uh, Ernst, Ernst Sinkowski again claimed to have attained a clear, unmistakable image of a spirit from a TV set. In that case, it was a brief feed of a video depicting the spirit of a dead EVP researcher named Hannah Bushback, who had died in 1978. In the video, however, she appeared recognizable, yet much younger than she had been when she died. So in these situations, are these people experiencing other activity or is it just stuff that's happening through their TV? I don't know. I don't know. Is it like, you know, because I'm wondering in my head, is this a, their house is haunted? I don't, like or you they're said, just like getting you said, communication the, through the TV? The problem with this, though, is that this is all from so long in the past right. because of digital televisions. You know, like right. you said, now it's not kind of a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. But back then there wasn't a whole lot of research done on it or background research so it was just this person has scary stuff on their tv <laughs> you know so they're, they're, it sucks that they didn't really dive more into what was going on swedish film producer and itc researcher once again his name keeps popping up frederick jurgensen and that was the one with the bird sounds who died in 1987 reported that he had done an experiment his experiment involved fellow researcher claude thorlin as he was laying dying lovely Jurgensen, Let's do some experiments. <laughs> while you're still with us. Jurgensen purportedly sent out a telepathic message to Claude Thorin telling him that when he died, he intended to try to send out a message through Thorland's TV during his funeral. During his funeral? Yeah. Thor... Uh, bah, bah, bah. Ah, okay. So Frederick Jurgensen was dying. Frederick Jurgensen okay. was dying. The bird guy. And he told Claude <laughs> Thorlin that when he died, he was going to try to send out a message to Thorlin through his TV during okay. the funeral. Thorlin then skipped his funeral in order to stay home to try to record the bizarre event. At the exact moments of the funeral, Jurgensen's spirit was said to have appeared on Thorlin's TV screen just as promised and was said to be clearly the image of the dead man. Hmm. So, but that's just going by hearsay. Right, so is there a know. picture of that? This method is never going to prove the existence of ghosts. Skeptics will say it's nothing more than pareidolia and our brains making pictures we want to see and going back into recent years saying that it was just glimpses of TV. You know, like back when back when we had those TVs that these people that are saying their TVs were off, no, their TVs weren't off. And mm-hmm. if they were on static, it was just like seeing Every faces in the in clouds. While. It was just seeing fla- like faces in the clouds. Or it could be a channel that occasionally gets a signal yeah. like for a second. You know what I mean? Yep. Like a radio will yeah. do that. Yeah, but uh, but 
that's why people are saying that it's it's like seeing faces and clouds. It's just mm-hmm. pareidolia that you're just making well, something. Well, some that's... of those are really clear, though. Yeah, I would not call that no, pareidolia. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But we also don't know. It's a grain of salt. Situation. It's yeah, it's a grain of salt situation. Yeah. But there's a lot of stories about this about ITC and people seeing faces and stuff in television screens. The TVs we use today simply don't analog don't use analog anymore. We use digital TV signals, and to do this experiment, you would need to purchase an old TV that only used analog and not link it to a converter or a digital TV or a, or a TV box. Mm-hmm. It would have to just be the TV, plug it nothing in. plugged in, just on nothing but static. So we could do that. We could. Not here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. keep reiterating. I, I was waiting for you to here. say not here, but it would be interesting. I, like, I wish we would have done that at Vicky's, like mm-hmm. taking an old TV down in the basement and just let it run yeah. with a camera on it. Yeah. Oh, you know, that's creepy to think about, yeah, though. Like, I wouldn't, Who I would sit in the TV room. Yeah, like one of the nights I was there by myself, I would not sit down there and watch static on a no, TV screen <laughs> waiting no. to see what I could see. So, there you go. That's mm-hmm. ITC. That is like watching scary crap on your television set. Mm-hmm. Should we play another one? Let's do it. I like this one. Is this, is this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this one, I thought, this is the one that I said I thought we played, but we didn't. We got a lot more to go, so we're going to have to, like, do more. Um, less chatting. Less ch- <laughs> we're at an hour. Okay. But this is one I thought I had on there, but I don't. And this one is weird because, for a couple different reasons, this was during the day. Like, I went out there one Sunday to help Jerry, because Jerry was going to start doing tours through the school, mm-hmm. but he had, like, ghost tours, but he had to, like, get it up to code because it was... Mm, a hot mess. A hot mess, like, bad, like, dangerous. Mm-hmm. So I went out there one Sunday to help him clean clean up a little bit. So in this clip, it's like a Sunday morning at, like, a 10 o'clock. So, I mean, it was early. And in this clip... um, He had gone back to the main building to get a stepladder... And in this clip, I am in the dorms, I believe, and I am taking a handful of wood and taking it to a room where we were putting it on a pile. So you're going to hear me put this, like, drop some wood, but you're going to hear something else in this clip. So we will play it once, and then we'll say what's going on and play it again. That one, I mean, it's the it's, only voice you hear. It's so, yeah, because I'm not, I'm there by myself and I'm not talking and it's so weird, but it sounds like a female voice with, uh, with an accent saying Kurt. Kurt. And what's really weird about that is I don't, I'm not sure where they are. I have them somewhere, but when we were doing the investigation, I want to say Mark and I were, we went through the tunnels under the property and we went down to the printing building and I have two different occurrences where... I didn't even realize this until years later because there were two voices that the first time it was quieter and then a little while later it was longer, but I had them marked on my EVPs as saying care, C-A-R-E. And then after this one, going back and listening to those, it's the same voice saying Kurt. Really? It's like it's like a female voice with an accent saying the name Kurt. And it's weird. It's almost like it was trying mm. to get my attention. When but it was like a former teacher or something. It's possible, but it, it's it's just weird because in this clip, I am the only one in this building. Jerry has back has walked back to the main building, and I'm carrying wood, and this voice pops up that should not be there, but you can hear that it sounds like a voice with an accent saying my name, saying Kurt. Yeah, and it's not a whisper. It's an actual yeah, voice. Yeah, it's an actual voice, so play it again.
Yeah, and I can hear kind of like the accent that you're talking about too. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got like a weird kind of like the way it says it is weird. Yeah, that's creepy. I think the idea of anything saying your name is creepy yeah. because it's clearly aware of you then. That happened to me at Vicky's, but it was something... Well, I heard it with my own ears, actually. But we did get... I think we did play that one because I hear Vicky say my name. And yeah, then I say, I what almost, did you... I, I was almost like, did put, you want something? I we almost put that, that one. one. I, but, no, I didn't, but I almost put that on this one. Where oh, I you can we did hear, play it. No, I don't think we did, but you can oh. hear what sounds like Vicky's voice say Krista. Very, very and then, distinct And then voice. everybody stops and you ask her what. And, and she's, she's like, like, I didn't no, say I did anything. Not. But you can hear a voice say Krista. Yeah. And it's like in the middle of all of us sitting there in the in the main room. It was like the day after an investigation. Yeah. Which is so strange that, you know, when we're not even investigating, thank goodness we have our recorders going just in case. But it's creepy to know that something is saying your name. It's not just aware of you. It knows your name. <laughs> yeah. It's just so weird. Um, trying to figure out what I'm going to cut here. We're going to talk now. Well, let's just do this because we've talked about this in the past, but this is something important because I feel like you and I mentioned this and that is the classes of EVPs. Oh, yeah. Like a class A EVP is a clear and distinct voice or sound that is easily understood with little or no dispute and is universally universally accepted. I feel like that last one was a class A. Oh, it totally was a class A because uh, you also don't need headphones, amplification, Mm -hmm. or noise filtering. There's some voice there. We have no idea what it is, but you can hear it clear as day. So that's a class A. Class B is the most common class of EVP capture. The voice is fairly distinct and can be heard by most people after being told what to listen for. These are usually audible to experienced persons who are skilled at listening to EVPs. Sometimes these can be heard without the use of headphones, amplification, or noise filtering, although those do help. Uh, Class B EVPs are generally lower in volume than Class A and are characterized by warping on certain syllables. And there you can there's warping like in some of the EVPs you hear wa- weird warping. Hmm. Class Cs are characterized as faint whispery voices that are not easily heard, have excessive warping, and are usually unintelligible. The use of headphones, amplification, and noise filtering apl- applications are required to attempt to make sense of the voice. And that's one that uh, it says right here that is typically disregarded by most researchers because mm-hmm. you kind of can't use it. It's like there's something there, but it's just so vague. It's sort of like that one clip from the hair salon where. There's just sort of that faint mumbling. That's a class C. But then the woman's giggle you hear after that is more of a class B or A or B maybe. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what else to cut here. I can edit this stuff in the moment. No, that's okay. I'm just I'm just going through going through some stuff. I just don't know how interesting this is for (laughs) For listeners. That's true. Like I just don't know how why some of this stuff is in here this is like you don't just, know how like you didn't No, I, I don't know why i don't know why this is just, just something just i must kidding. have took out of an article that i thought was cool but it's called speaking to the dead it says in 1999 i dropped and broke my tape recorder it was not repairable and though i mourned it i had to buy another digital was now the thing so i bought one of those on reaching home and i don't know who this is from i just must have put this in here because i thought it was cool on reaching home i tried it and found that it had a tinny rather scratchy sound even though it had been quite expensive what did they say what year this was 1999 okay that explains it yeah like like, like digital recorders were not the best thing back then now our phones are better than digital recorders i recorded myself complaining about it saying quote i don't like it i think i'll take it back to the shops but if you ghosts think it's useful perhaps i'll keep it 
On playback, I was amazed to hear a man's voice, deep and joyful, replying to me. In response to my, I don't like it, you could hear him say emphatically, we do like it. (laughs) I then heard him ordering someone, go and find Hallam. He needs someone to know. He needs someone who can help him. Finally, he... It seemed like he turned back and said firmly, keep the machine. Wow. That's weird. That's like a very, That's like very specific. Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to hear this. Yeah. This extraordinary communication was in a new realm, although it took me a while to make out, and the reference to Hallam was intriguing. Jack Hallam, who had died in 1986, was a dear friend and colleague of mine. The next time I recorded, there was his voice. So <gasps> weird. It's weird. It's like whoever was there was like, oh, right, we got to find someone yeah. he knows. To I wish I knew who him. did this. Yeah. That's what strikes me most about my own experiments with EVP is the sheer volume of communication. Whenever I switch on, they are there. I don't even have to be anywhere special hanging about in graveyards or haunted houses. They just speak all the time. Even if I switch on, leave the recorder by my bed and go to sleep in the morning, it's full from beginning to end with a multitude of sounds, talking, arguing, whistling, clapping. Is this in his house? Yeah. It's sometimes there are direct references to me, like there's Judith, get her out of bed or let's wake her up. Oh, this is she. The I'm voices are now weird. starting to appear on my telephone answering machine among the left messages. I don't know who most of them are unless they give their names, which they rarely do. They often give me advice like don't trust him or call him or her back. The first phone call, the first phone call on the first day I bought the phone was not for me. I missed the call. But when I played the message back of voice at the end, after the caller had hung up, said succinctly wrong number, which it was. On another, lo- on another occasion, I had an Australian woman staying in the house for a month. She was quite frenetic, frantic, and was rather relieved when she left. And I was rather relieved when she left. But shortly before she did so, a male voice with an Australian accent left a message on the answering machine. He said just one word: "Insane." <laughs> so weird. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why I put that in there, but yeah, I put that in there. This is stuff we edit out usually. <laughs> <laughs> So would that be oh. considered ITC as well then? Voice Probably if it's yeah. on the on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I threw this in there because I don't like this. <laughs> um a January a January we're going to get to Frank's box in a little bit. Okay. January 30th, 2020 article on liveabout.com called quote the risks and dangers of paranormal investigation says quote we took on a case a few years back of a person who started watching all the ghost hunting TV shows and decided that he was going to go out to a few claimed haunted locations and try to capture a few EVPs himself. To his dismay, when he listened to the recordings, he discovered that he had actually captured a few interesting voices. Well, one thing led to another, and he became so obsessed with capturing EVP that he started doing it in his own home, and again, to his dismay, he was capturing voices on his recorder. After a while, he actually started hearing voices with his ears and not on his recorder. This is when we were called in. We did our best to help the individual, and we came to the conclusion that it wasn't his house that was haunted, it was him. We told him to stop recording EVPs and to have a cleansing done on the home, but he refused to listen and continued with his obsession. It eventually got so bad that he cut off communications with his friends, family, and us as well. To this day, we have been unable to contact him, but his family has told us on occasion that he is not the same person he once was, and he spends most of his time alone talking to whatever or whoever followed him home. Could this be a pre-existing mental illness, an obsessive personality, or an evil entity that has found a new victim? That's creepy. I don't know. Yeah, that was my first thought. Something followed him home because they realized they had someone they could talk to. Yeah. I've heard about that, though. People getting so obsessed with it that they can't stop. Yeah. And it makes things much worse. Yeah, it's just... I always caution people because you'll have people on our Facebook page who are like, hey, I've got some activity in my home. And then you'll get well-meaning people saying, well, why don't you try taking EVPs? Why don't you do this and that? And I'm always the first one to chime in and say, be careful. 
you don't know what box no. you're opening no. if you start communicating. Exactly. Because when they realize you can hear them, they might get real chatty and you might not like it. 100%. Okay, should we play the next one? Yeah. So, this was captured in uh, the theater that we were, the manager The manager of the theater had us come in in Manitowoc because she was experiencing all th- sorts of weird things in that theater. And this That's is the one, this is the one where you, we, you probably have heard it in our last episode, but where I'm walking down from the second floor and Rhonda says, Curdy Kurt, and you can hear someone singing a religious, mm-hmm. it sounds like a religious hymn. Yep. I was recently playing that for someone, and they're like, "That's crazy." That's like, like there's a class like someone, A plus There's plus someone plus. like singing because it was the the, the theater it's was so shut loud. down for a while, and then turned into a church, mm-hmm. and then it was turned back into a theater, and you can hear what sounds like someone singing a religious hymn. Yep. But I love this one too. Um, so, what is going on in this one is that the manager had seen. I believe a boy, a little boy, in the actual theater when there was no one in there. So in this clip, I I think people like Rhonda and those guys are talking like out in the lobby area, and I walk into the theater. From the lobby? From the lobby. And I'm either walking into the theater from the lobby or walking out of the theater into the lobby. But I didn't see the little boy, but listen to the background of the door creaking as I walk through it in this clip. Mm-hmm. That one's interesting. It's so weird because so there's like an initial creak and then the initial the door creak, closes. and when the door is closing. And I thought I had written down somewhere what I, I think he's saying, can I have a drink of water or can I have a glass of water? That's almost what it sounds like to me. Clearly but a little it sounds boy. like a little boy mm-hmm. saying something. And, and it was just, just I would what, mention too that how many times had we gone in and out of that door oh, and probably yeah. got that creaking and yeah. that's the only time we heard a voice. Yeah. And it's got that weird echoey quality to it that like EVPs have, mm-hmm. like there's something different about the tone, mm-hmm. like the way like it your comes. Kurt, the like, Kurt was different too. Uh, like it has there's a different feeling, like it. a different sound to it. And that, that's what this has. But I thought it was really interesting because the manager had seen what she said was a little boy in the, in, and we got this. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like he's saying something about water, like a glass of water. Can I have, can I have some water? Something like that. But here we will play it again. Yeah, that's tough. I can kind of hear the water Yeah, piece. that could be way off, but I remember that's kind of what I heard the first time I listened to it. But there's, it, you, it's hard to make out what he is yeah, saying. Yeah, because of the creaking. Because of the creaking, but there's obviously... To me, it's not the door. Like, no, it's totally not. It's not. It is one hundred percent not the door because we went in and out that door a lot, and we always heard that creaking. And this was mm-hmm. the only time that we got that voice. So is it like, is it using the sound of the door creaking to like? materialize this voice it's just so common for evps to be over other noises which yeah. is so frustrating yeah and it's just weird that this is that's right down where we got the the hymn sound the mm-hmm. song the singing in the background too it's right down in that same area i thought we were up in the projector room. no oh interesting. we did get one in the projector room but okay. it's very faint okay and like everybody stopped like we're talking amongst ourselves and then i start talking and then 
Barry goes, did you hear that? And and Matt says, yeah, that was Kurt talking. She's like, no, before that. Uh-huh. And when you listen to the recording, it sounds like somebody starts talking before I do that's not there. Mm. But it's super hard to hear and it's hard to judge. So that's class one C. that I just, yeah, totally <laughs> yeah. a class C, but there's something there. But this one, there's a voice there. Oh, totally. I'm 100% a boy's voice, mm-hmm. a little boy's voice. It does sound like a question. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's asking a question. So just really interesting. That place was creepy. It, I mean, there was. It was. Yep. And Rhonda and I had a moment in the bathroom there. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. We were investigating the bathroom. No, no joke. We were in the bathroom investigating, and it was like one of those Airwick air freshener yeah. things that just periodically sprays. Yeah. It scared the living bejesus out of us. <laughs> like there may have been some screaming involved. Good thing you were in the bathroom at the time. <laughs> it was like so quiet though, and to just have something like that mm-hmm. happen un- unexpectedly was really. We're gonna get scary. to that with our little funny clip at the end. Yes. Same. It's kind of the same thing. Totally. So now, um, in the 1990s. A man named Frank Sumpton had become inspired by electronics by an article in Electronics Magazine about spirit communication. He began experimenting with EVP maker software. As a result, he invented Frank's box by utilizing a rewired AM radio. Which people still use today. Yeah, his device was a simple method of supplying raw audio that spirits and other entities could use to form voices. It does this with, an, with a specially modified radio that sweeps its tuning across AM, FM, or shortwave bands. There was also an Andy's box and a PSB-7 spirit box that, that other, play, other people use, but they're all kind of based on, on Frank's box. And it's believed that a spirit can manipulate sounds by finding resonant frequencies in the sounds that are already there and altering the shape and resonance characteristics, thus providing spirits a way to create speech. And um, do you have... I think it would be kind of annoying to use it, though, because isn't it really loud? When you did, when you were out at the place, you were just there for like the, the overnight ghost tour. Did oh. they use one? Did they use a Frank's box? Because other people that have been on that tour have told me that they did. Yes, they did. What did you think of it? But it was turned down a little. Because I feel like whenever I would see somebody on a show using it, it was so loud they had to shout the questions over it. Um, I thought it was interesting. We definitely got some responses that seemed intelligent and made that we could all hear. Yeah. Like everybody repeated it at the same time. We all heard the same thing. And it was relevant to what had just been asked. Yeah. I'm I'm always a little bit skeptical about that sort of thing, but I don't know. To see it in action was kind of cool because I had never done that before. I'm obsessed with the ovulus. That's what the I. The ovulus is cool. Yeah. That you the ov- I, I didn't really talk about the ovulus in here, but the ovulus. That's not really an EVP though. It's it's a database of words. It's it's phone. I said phonemes. I think it's pronounced phonemes, and that's actually something that when I when I'm going to be starting to work one on one with students with reading, like phonemes. Oh really? I think it's called phonemes, but it is the like like when you the S is oh, a. It's yep. like what this what the ovulus has is it has all of those phonemes that are the the sounds that are used to make letters to make words, like. K- is a phoneme right so the ovulus has all of these on there and then it randomly generates them and it's believed that when a spirit encounters that that it can use those those sounds to to string words together 
It's yeah, and it's usually just one word. It's not like a sentence. Yeah, and there's a but they're usually. I mean, w- watching Destination Fear, I'm blown away at some of the incredibly relevant responses yeah, they get. And I would like, just love to try it myself. Like I, 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 I feel like the Ovulus holds more weight than Frank's box. Like I am not a Frank's box guy. At I, yeah, all. I don't love it. I wouldn't spend my money on one. I would spend my money on an Ovulus. <laughs> yeah, and those are those are relatively cheap. I think the Ovulus. Yeah, I think they're. They can be like a thousand bucks though. Oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Maybe Because I think Jim, he even likes the Ovulus when we're watching those shows. And I thought he Googled it once. And I was like, I don't know if I'd spend that much on a piece of equipment. I, I don't even actively it, I, I could have sworn I've seen them for like 80 bucks. Maybe. But, let's, let's but there's one. also those apps for your phone, like Ghost. Uh, I can't think of it off the top of my head now, but I've had them. It's like a ghost detector. It's like a ghost detector, but it's weird because they have... They like, claim they're using EFM, though, and how would your phone... EMF. EMF, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they claim they're using EFM. How, yeah. how does your phone... I don't know, I don't but I've messed around thing. with them, and I've gotten... And like, they have, like, a dictionary. It uses, like, an online... Like, a, a dictionary to say words. Oh, then I've I've used something else. Oh, but this one has, like... It's, it's ghost like radar. radar. This one's called ghost yes. radar, but this one has words, like okay. a dictionary. Huh. And it has used words like it's freaked me out a couple times or it uses a word very Do you still have it on your phone. Not on this one. Okay. This is my newer phone. But it used words that have like are very specific to what I'm doing at the time. And there's some people that think that it's using your microphone to right. know and what's going to what on. You're saying. That's what I'm I'm paranoid about stuff like that. Yeah. Even the Ovulus. The, is it listening to what you're asking? The Ovulus isn't because I believe the Ovulus just has an output. It's not an, an output. Input. I yeah. don't remember if it has an input. We know our phones are always listening. Oh, yeah. We did that episode. <laughs> we know our phones are always listening. Uh, before we get into more about Frank's box, let's do another one. I think what would be interesting is to use a phone that doesn't have any cell service and yeah. then put uh, yep. an, have an app like that on it before you yes. get rid of the cell service and yeah. then or and no Wi-Fi either and then see if you get results. Yeah, totally. Um, that would be interesting. Because it doesn't matter if it's listening. Then. No, exactly. Uh, we'll do another one. The last, okay, not the last two because the last one's the fun one and then we got the one that with the re- from the other ghost group. But the three oh. before that, we're going to play one after the other okay. because those were from when you and I were there. But now we're going to play number seven. And this is from, the, we always talk about the place. This is from Elsings. And this one is weird because when we caught this, we weren't even in the building. We Did had... we skip one though? Which number one? five. Oh, we totally skipped number five. Yeah, we can't skip that one. No, let's do that one. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that one. You can talk about where that's from because you go. I was you, just there. Yeah, you were just there. My mom was just visiting for the day and I, I love to drive her through the kettles because they're just so beautiful. Kettle and Moraine. Yeah, the Kettle Moraine Forest. Um, there's a really pretty scenic drive that goes through there. And one part of it kind of starts in Glen Beulah where this old cemetery is that we all it has the same feeling as JFK prep you just want to be there yeah, it's it has peaceful a pull there to it. it's like set back in the woods it's yeah it's totally you have to go surrounded up this road, by this kettles hill. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it's totally private and it's a small cemetery and it's old there are actually some headstones that are in the woods yeah. um you have to walk through the woods to get to them and it's all overgrown but it's beautiful and i just posted to my instagram a few weeks ago a picture of a headstone there cuz i was driving my mom through there um but we've all we're just drawn there kind of and i've i did some i did sort of a mini investigation with a couple of my coworkers, joe actually yeah, yeah and another coworker came with us and we got what sounded like a growl there that was kind of creepy 
Um, but I don't. I didn't capture this EVP. I don't know who did. I did. Is it yours? Yeah. Okay. I. What's weird about this one, and and I'm a little skeptical about this one because I feel like this one could be a buzzing insect. Oh, interesting. But why? Why I thought this one was interesting was because we went to the cemetery, and then I kept. And I, it wasn't like a conscious thing. I just noticed that I kept going to a certain corner of the cemetery. I'd go away for a little bit, come back there. So when you're coming in, is it down to the far right? Yes. Okay, I remember yeah. you talking yeah, about this. Yeah, it's down to the far right. I kept going down to this area, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I felt like there's maybe something there. So I left my recorder on top of the gravestone that's down in that bottom corner, and I was like, if there's somebody here, I'm going to be walking away. If you want to say something, say something. So I left my recorder there, and we got this. And I want to say, I don't know if it was the same day or another time. I think it might have been the same day. But everybody else was like kind of up in a different area. And when I finally met up with them, there was someone with us who claimed that they could sense spirits. And we were talking and she's like, I keep feeling like there's something over here. And she walked us right to where I kept going. Mm. And she's like, I feel like there's something here. And I think she might have said a little girl. I feel, she said, I think I feel like there's a little girl here. But this is what my recorder caught as it was sitting on top of the the gravestone down in that corner, and I was walking away to the other people. That's interesting, and I, I can see how you might think maybe that's a bug, but it sounds like a voice to me. To me, and it has always like to me it has always sound like a young boy or young girl going, oh no. Okay. Or like something like that. Mm-hmm. And, but part of me still thinks it could have been it a bee be a flying by the recorder or a mm-hmm. dragonfly flying by the recorder because it's got a, like a, bu- it could be the buzz. Right. You know, so I can't 100%. Per- to make weird noises. Yeah. Right? So I can't High-pitch. 100% say this is a voice, but a lot of people that listen to this one seem to really like this one. That's the tough part about being but outside. Why, what, why I don't completely discount it is because the person that was with us had said they could sense stuff, yeah. said there was something down in that corner, and I think she said it was a little girl or a little boy. Mm-hmm. So with, with that, I feel like this could be one, but it could also be a buzzing insect. That's Play the trouble again. with being outside, right? Exactly. You can't control the nope. environment. Nope. So it kind of reminds me of like toddlers have their own little language sort of. Yeah. You know, they, they kind of babble. Yeah. That's what I, yeah. and I hear like an A vowel and on the second part of me feels syllable. like if it was a buzzing insect, the lead in to it would be more apparent. Something coming and going. Coming and going yeah. where it almost just was like there and it's then there. gone. So I don't know mm-hmm. with this one, but it's just the fact that somebody said there was something, there was a spirit in that corner of the cemetery leads me to think so let us know what you guys think with all of these like we're super curious what yeah. you guys think yeah you and know? you can see we're even skeptical about our own stuff oh, yeah and we and have like this to ne- we're, let's just play this next one okay um like this one i don't know this one was from where we always talk about uh elsing secondhand store which she sold it's no longer hers so. oh she did sell yeah. it I yeah did, when did so, she sell it a couple months back oh but Dang. that was like our home. I it mean, was. I mean, we, it was our place we had some of our best times of our lives hanging out there together. I mean, it was really scary sometimes, but it was also so much fun. Yeah. I will never, I talked, I've said this story on here, but I will never forget Aaron being like throwing up after we mm-hmm. went there. And he was like kind of skeptical and he's like, I am not going in that basement again. And then the whole situation where Vicky took me in the back to show me where the saw blade flew off the wall. Mm. 
And then when Aaron was sitting up there by the checkout counter, something unplugged the monitor mm-hmm. when he was sitting there and put the mon- the plug up on top of the, and he was so freaked out. He's like, I was the only one here. Yeah. But that's um, where I had the breathing in my that's ear. That's where he had the breathing in your ear. That's where I had the, like the knocks uh-huh. on the table, like right next to my head in the we morning when I asked girl. if anything was there. We got the little girl giggling Giggle. in the book room. So there's a show on local Wisconsin television called Around the Corner and John McGivern, he's like a comedian hosts mm-hmm. it and they did an episode in Stoughton and they went to the coffee cup <sighs> oh, and they shared an, love... a garbage omelet. Oh my God. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, the coffee cup. I we always went cup. there for yep. uh, breakfast. Yep. Mm. But this one is weird because this was one of our, this might've been our very first investigation there. Okay. And what's weird about this one is... I believe I could be wrong, but I believe we all left to go to dinner. Maybe. And we left a recorder going. And this showed up on the recorder. But I don't know, but people that have heard this one like this one, but part of me feels it could be a doll because it was a, a secondhand store. Right. And it could be a doll. Where that just, was the recorder though? Because there's a toy I want to say it was on the stairway, like near the stairway. Mm-hmm. Or, the toy or it could have been there. it could have been down in the basement. I, I feel like it was either on the stairway or I left it in the furniture there room in the be basement. There toys in there. I, but there was. Like the other room was like the holiday room. The they holiday had some room, dolls maybe. and stuff in there. Yeah. But there... A recorder caught this weird singing, like this weird singing that sounds like oh, a doll. I remember it. It sounds now. like a doll. Now that you so say that, so this could I totally that. be a doll, but it's just weird. And people and it seem... happens a couple times, right? Yeah, like three. Okay. That you hear, you'll hear. Yes, it's la, like tones. La, yep. La. Yep. Yeah, so it's weird. So we'll play this one twice, but here we go. Okay, that's creepy. I mean, yeah, I, I don't totally know. remember I, this. I don't know because it's um, it's in the background. It's almost like it's in a, a distant room from yeah, where totally. we are. Yeah. But it's it's weird, though, that to me, like why I don't Im- immediately discount it as a doll is because on the last la, it almost sounds like it's running out of air or it's running out of... Like there's something about the last yeah, law that's almost like really it's being quiet. interrupted. It's almost like it's being interrupted by yeah. something. Or like it ran out of energy. Or it ran out of energy. But couple that with the fact that there is a spirit of a little girl there. Maybe. Or Barry <laughs> always says that what we think is a little girl isn't a harmless little girl. And I've wondered that too. But, you know, coupled with whatever is there pretending to be a little girl, Creepy. the singing is weird. It sounds doll-ish. Like, Mechanical. Like, like a doll almost. just happened to... While we were gone, just happened to make it sound. Which is weird. Why would that? Happen? Why would we not have heard it some other time? Right. So it's just weird. Especially if we had gone to dinner and then did a full investigation yeah. after that. Why we did it not do that. it anymore during the night? So it's just weird. And the last la, that's like the the third one, sounds like it's interrupted or running out of, yeah. of steam to make the noise. So when you I think about something you don't want to hear in the middle of the night, oh god, though, no. the creepy <laughs> doll is, voice. This is right up there. Ugh. Yep. Play it again. Yeah, the well, last one's just like a little like, peep. It's like so muted. Like a yeah. doll wouldn't do that. A doll would have... Unless it was running out. I think of like those pull string oh, yeah. dolls. Yeah. Then I could see that happening, but... But then what pulled the string what on the doll? What pulled the string? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, so... Even if it were a doll, it shouldn't yeah. be making that noise. But she had that whole... The toy section had dolls. I remember she had that creepy-ass marinette. Marionette <laughs> hanging there. At, you know... <laughs> the or one the that'll vent- murder you in your sleep. dummies. Like yes. stuff like that there. <laughs> yeah. 
because remember we were freaking ourselves out saying that we could imagine when we were laying like up we were laying stairs. upstairs we could imagine hearing the the, the ventriloquist dolls feet coming up the stairs and <laughs> like clackety up the stairs and like being and like seeing the head turn slowly towards yeah. you, you know stuff like that so i don't know what that one is but it's just really interesting mm-hmm. you know is it a spirit i'm not 100 percent sure it no could be... but it's something that shouldn't be there no exactly we were gone exactly uh and i would like to say i don't believe that's a cat or anything like that i remember us kind of having let's, a discussion let's around do the that. next one because then we're going to read about frank's box and then we're going to do the last three as one big group because that's from you and i so okay we'll do the next one again this is from elsings where we just were with the weird doll sound and this one i don't know what to make of this one I don't even remember off the top of my head now what it is. Okay, we'll but, find out. But it just says stair sound. So <laughs> not exactly sure what this is, but the stairs you're going to hear in our next where we played the three of those together, the stairs were crazy. Yeah. The stairs were active. The I stairs agree. is where I was sitting when I said, if you're, I said to the little girl, if you're here, can you give me a sign that you're here? And I felt the hand rub mm-hmm. along the backside of my hand that Rhonda felt a little while later in the yeah. other room. So... The stairs are crazy active. I feel like we caught more than one EVP on the stairs for sure. Oh yeah, the stairs were always active. Breaths, and yeah, we're gonna like get that. to that. That's what the next three are gonna be is oh. from when you and I investigated there by ourselves. By ourselves. Okay. But this is this is I, I, it's labeled stair sound. So here you go. Okay, before we play this one, we just listened to it. It's it might be loud, so just be forewarned if you got your earphones on. We make yeah. anybody like jump deaf. <laughs> yeah. So this one might be loud. I tried to quiet it down just a little bit. Yeah. So this one might be a little loud, but this is when I believe that was me. I'm on the stairway and I'm yeah. asking like if anybody is there and there's actually more to this one than I, I remember. Yeah. We both just heard something. Yeah. I don't we both heard hearing before. a lot of stuff going on in this one. So here you go. Is there somebody on these stairs right now? Can you tell me what your name is? So we, I actually feel like there's whispering yeah, in between the two things that you say. When we got done with that one, Krista said, me no likey. Me no likey. It's weird because I don't remember hearing that whispering. Like what, I right after I, right saying. after I say, is there something on the stairs with us or whatever I say there, there's like a weird muttering, like something is whispering in the background and then you get that weird moan, Moaning. that weird moan sound. Like, yeah. is that the little like girl? It cuts right into what you're saying. Yeah. Like, is that the little girl? You know, like, I don't know. But those stairs were super active. I mean, it's almost like whatever was there was trying to say something and whispering and then realized you couldn't hear them. And I, then I think it's two separate noise. things. I think the thing oh, that was whispering, so? trying to like mutter or whatever it was doing right after I asked that was male oh. and like not necessarily friendly, like meaner. And I feel like the... Uh, it's unintelligible though. I can't I feel tell like, what it's saying. I feel like that weird moan is the little girl thing, hmm. but I don't know. We'll play it again. Okay. Is there somebody on these stairs right now? Can you tell me what your name is? With the whispering, I hear like, like I hear three syllables or three words. And then there's that weird little girl sounding moan. Krista does not like that one. Heebie-jeebies. Krista does not like that one. But we'll have more on the stairway in a second. So now I'm just going to kind of finish this up with Frank's box and then we're going to do the rest. So I had to, I'm going to have to, um, Take some words out of some stuff because Frank likes to swear. Oh, okay. So I have, of course, there was a ping match with skeptics and people who believed in Frank's box. 
A January 28, 2010 article on the Skeptical Inquirer called Frank's Box, a.k.a. The Broken Radio, talks about it. Of course, Skeptical Inquirer is, is poo-poos on everything. Mm-hmm. The article, the author of the article talked about Frank's Sumption, in, I think it's Sumption or something, Frank's Sumption, that's Frank's Box. In some articles, he talked about it, he kind of like bad-mouthed it in some articles, and then Frank wrote back saying, quote, I make those boxes. What you say about it slash me is highly exaggerated. I don't even use it for the usual paranormal BS, as in ghost hunting. I don't buy the usual Hollywood slash taps paranormal crap. That's mostly urban legends. Skeptic usually just means your mind is already made up and no other evidence is required, sought, or wanted. I don't sell this crap. I don't do ghost investigations, and I don't believe in hauntings. Something talks that is not radio broadcasts. It often addresses people present by name, and it sometimes cusses and swears. So according to the author of the Skeptical Inquirer article, he says, quote, The author extended an invitation to demonstrate his invention should I ever be in the area. Oh, wait, start off. No, he says, he says, hang on here, I'm completely <laughs> lost. Uh, so yeah, he basically said if Frank's ever in the area or if the, the guy that did it is ever in the area, they wanted to get together. So I give him credit because yeah, that's Frank cool. probably wants to beat him up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so accompanied by Matthew Baxter of the Rocky Mountain Paranormal Research Society, I recently met Frank in his hometown of Littleton, Colorado. Frank Sumption told us that he is in frequent communication with a number of higher-level spirits via his boxes. These regular contacts include Otto and about 10 women with German names. Because he wears a purple striped shirt and a purple earring, Frank explained that these spirits deem him to be royalty and have dubbed him their purple princess. He refers princess? to Yes, he okay. refers to himself as Purple, the Purple Space Friend, the Purple Princess, and the Purple Alien Girl. Frank Sumption's original email explains, quote, I use the name Purple Alien Girl because they claim I'm their lost purple princess from some other planet. The only actual voices I heard in my head was Kiera, it's time to come home. And Kiera is the name of the princess they believe I in am. In his head? Yeah. So I don't know. Not audibly? I don't know. They claim I'm their lost purple princess kidnapped from my home planet long ago when Earth had space flight by the ancient Egyptians. I couldn't be rescued at that time, so I was transported forward in time to now at the end of the current Earth cycle when I could go home. It gets weird from there. It gets <laughs> like weird? That's, like, that's not weird It enough. hasn't been weird yet? Yeah. So okay. I, Frank says he's Frank's the purple... a little eccentric. Pr- he's, yeah. Good word. <laughs> good word. Oh now, I don't want any hate mail, Frank. <laughs> you, you know, I love, what you, I love your box. I love what you do. <laughs> but Frank also says, quote, you can't take this crap like it's written in stone or some kind of friggin' gospel as most seem prone to do. So far, irregardless of how clear the voice is or what method is used, the only thing that can be said with any certainty is that whatever is using these voices constantly lie. Oh, You okay. can ask questions out of the box and get many direct and immediate answers as well as names and other information. I don't usually ask questions because they always seem to turn deceptive and misleading to me. Hmm. So he says that the voices he gets out of Frank's box lie. Hmm. The article goes on to say, quote, Frank believes that Frank's box is not the sole means by which he is contacted by entities. He also has psychic abilities, revealing that he has visions and also hears voices through his television, through running water, and that he even hears messages in his head, such as his wife calling him to dinner. He also invented the video box, a device made from a VCR tuner module, which he claims to have captured an image of a man in black. But the thing is that Frank does not really profit from the box. He put the schematics online, like right after he made this thing, like the schematics are online. Anybody that can go and mm. make one. So he never profits from it. He just kind of invented. That's interesting. It is. He kind of invented the thing. The article then goes on to talk about 
paranormal, like, I don't know this person. You might have heard of this person. The article then goes on to talk about paranormal investigator slash psychic Christopher Moon, who borrowed a few boxes from Frank and then started calling them, quote, telephones to the dead and started using them during his paid investigations and psychic consultations with paying clients. Frank responded to this saying, quote, I did not make a damn telephone to the dead. I don't know what the F that is, and I do not endorse it. (laughs) Nor do I appreciate my name being connected to the so-called telephone to the dead on every freaking ad for Moon's public appearances. Frank's kind of a riot. He is. Like, I I want him down here. I want Frank down here. Uh, He goes, (laughs) the article goes on to say, Unfortunately, Christopher Moon has a cult-like following. Moon provides a disservice with the glorified Frank's box. He conducts private consultations and public readings, charging $100 for 15 minutes. Why would a psychic need to I use don't know. Frank's box? I don't know. For an additional fee, he offers his spirit translation and third-party expert analysis of the messages. Unlike the inane phrases and words that Sumption receives, Moon's messages include whole sentences that apparently only Moon can hear and decipher. Oh. His machine produces an incomprehensible... Incompre- hmm. An incomprehensible snippet of sound, but his translations suddenly decode long-winded messages featuring complex concepts and complete sentences. Like a magic wand, rabbit, and hat, Moon has featured this telephone to the dead as his gimmick in productions such as True TV's patently ridiculous show, Door to the Dead, a television show haunting, a television show following a team of so-called ghost hunters in their investigation of a haunted house. Hmm. Herein Christopher li- Moon sounds like a bit of a shyster. Herein lies... Oh, don't get us hate mail. <laughs> Herein lies the most poignant criticism of Frank's box and all other forms of spirit communication. Using these devices to provide a service is a scam. While using them at all is questionable, charging money from vulnerable, grieving victims is unconscionable. 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 It's not good. It's not right. Unconscionable. Thank you. Right? It's not right. Yes. <laughs> It, no, but of I'm course, of course, being skeptical and quiet, the article ends by saying that people are just hearing what they want to hear in the snippets of the radio sound. Mm-hmm. And I totally get that. But I knew nothing about the Christopher Moon, Frank Sumption feud that mm-hmm. I think is just hilarious. And like, you know, like say what you want about Frank. He's, he seems very candid. He's very candid, but he doesn't profit from it. He makes right. these boxes. There's something and to be said for that. He gets mad because people borrow ones that he makes and they never give them back to him. Like Christopher Moon did. Yeah, he borrowed he a bunch of them too. and then all of a sudden he was calling them, quote, telephones to the dead. And, and making money off of them. And making money off of them, which which Frank has a very hard time with. Yeah. So just thought that was really, really interesting. Um, yeah, as paranormal investigators, we have and never would ask for money nope. for any no, investigations never. ever. Never, never, never. So before we get to theories, let's do our last series. Okay. And this is from Elsing Secondhand Shop, where we just heard the last two, like the weird moan thing, the the um, doll sounding thing. Mm-hmm. But we're going to play these kind of back to back. This is when Krista and I were there. I believe this is when you and I were there by ourselves for an investigation. Kind of an intense night. It was. I'll never forget us getting creeped out in the back room. Yeah. But I I think, I could be wrong, but I think this is when just you and I were there. And I spent a lot of time on that stairway to the basement. And we got, it was just you and I, and we kept getting like a weird breathing, like Mm. like a, a exhale or something. Yeah. So we'll play the first one. It's and interesting because I'm looking at the dates and it's like August 21st, 2005. A bunch of these are 2005, then 2007, then 2008, and 2010 is Demoda. 
Yeah. So that must have been kind of when we when stopped we, is around yeah, 2010. like when we were doing most of our investigations. Wow, that's a long time ago. That is a long time ago. I know. Okay, so we're going to play the first, all three of these back to back? No, we're going to play the first one and then we'll talk about it and then maybe do the second one. Okay. We'll maybe play them both. We'll play them all two times, but okay. we'll play this first one now, but we're going to do them all in one chunk. Gotcha. So we're going to do this first one now. This is from the stairway where I was sitting on the stairway trying to capture EVP. So what's interesting about that is that the sigh is so much closer yeah, to the recorder Yeah, because my recorder, you... my recorder was propped on the stairway. Yeah. I, w- I wanted to get EVP there. My recorder was propped on the stairway. I think you were like messing around in the furniture room and I walked down to the furniture room and I was talking to you about real time. And I, th- I don't know what the real time was about, but mm-hmm. I said it was cool being able to do real time. But my recorder was sitting on the stairway and there is like a very audible breath yeah like right by my recorder on right the stairway. up to the recorder yeah, where i asked for if there's something here could you you know leave a message and then i walked down by you and we got that like you can play it again we got that weird exhale on the recorder like right near the recorder it's interesting again because you can hear you saying it's me yeah. Um, announcing yourself walking by the recorder is what, what you should do. And the sigh is so much louder than your voice. Yeah. So that's why I don't think you and were like walking by and let out a sigh. You, you and I, I think, by. were the only people in the building because Vicky had left. It was just you and I. We did yeah. that investigation just by ourselves. Mm-hmm. But there's that's not me because I am down by you when that exhale, mm-hmm. you know. So you talk right after yeah. that and you're clearly not near the recorder. No. And then now we'll play the next one because this is from the same segment of time, the same night. And I don't remember how far away it was from the first one, but it's the same area and everything. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it's funny as you listen back yeah. to these, we're like, yeah, I oh, forgot there's there actually was a two things part. on yeah. here. And yep. that doesn't even sound like a breath. That sounds like a, a whisper. whisper. Like something's trying to form a word. So there's the first one. You hear us talking. Are you and recording? then you hear, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if we were still just chatting. <laughs> you never know with me. Um, but there's like you, you hear us talking and then you hear something whispering words. It sounds like it's whispering a two-syllable word. Yeah. I, I, like murder. Like something like that. I hear yeah. it whispering like a two-syllable yeah. word like that. And, and then I totally you hear forgot us there was a yeah. a little and for- then there's another sound. I forgot there was another sound at the end of that, but it sounds mm-hmm. like the thing is whis- trying to whisper, trying to muster up the energy to whisper a two-syllable word and then there's that other little bit at the end. Let's listen again. Oh yeah. We're So actually, I think the first whisper is three syllables and the second one is two syllables. It could be, but that's not us because no, you can hear us away. in the background. We're we're in the furniture room. We're downstairs yeah. in the furniture room putzing around doing God knows what. But my recorder is sitting on the stairway and that is not oh. us because it is like right by the Sounds recorder. Sounds male to yeah. me. But the stairway is where there's constant, like, remember you heard somebody, you heard somebody coming up the stairs when there was nobody down there. Mm-hmm. So the stairs yes. are super active. That was always, that's, that's right, where, I forgot about yeah, that. that. The stairs are always one of the most active places, the stairs to the basement. So the back, the quick backstory is we were, I always slept upstairs because there's no way I was going to sleep in the basement. So I think it was like me, Mark, Rhonda, like this is a previous um, investigation we're talking about. And Kurt and Barry, I think, were in the basement, and we, 
at least for sure, Rhonda and I heard someone climb the stairs very yeah. distinctly. And I sat there and watched and waited for someone to come out. And nobody And did. nobody came out. And then later, Barry came up to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And we were like, well, who did we just hear like 10 minutes earlier? Nobody ever came up. It was really strange. No, because her and I were down there talking, I think. So mm. the stairs are creepy. And they this last creepy. one, that last one, I don't know what is going on here with whoever or whatever is trying to make that sound. Great. <laughs> Now, now that's creepy. Like, that's I don't know like what that is. It's, it sounds choking? like it's choking. It sounds like whatever that voice was that was trying to talk to it was us. Like, yeah, it like was the voice, so whatever weird. was trying to talk to us on that stairway. And, and these again, are, we're in the background. We're in the background because we're down in the in the furniture room, and my my recorder is on the stairs. You and I are the only ones in the building. There's nobody else there. And you can hear this audible sound like whatever that voice was is now choking, choking. or or something. Like, I don't know. Ugh. I don't know how to explain this because there is nobody else there but no. us. And we're, you can hear us in the other no room. Sense. It makes no sense. Like, it's right by the recorder on the stairway. So what the hell is on that stairway? Ugh. Here we go. It's just so bizarre. <laughs> I know. And really creepy, actually. Yeah, like, I'm trying to picture what made like, that noise. I feel like you good. can't really just explain that away because there's nobody else there. And you can hear us in the background. And it's not us because whatever it is is right by the recorder. Yeah. And we didn't eat during investigations. We ate before. Yeah. Like, that's not somebody eating potato chips or something. No. It <laughs> yeah. sounds like someone choking. Well, like, tr- like, maybe they're losing their ability to, to get their voice out. And that's it's, a creepy it's, one. So, so, yeah, there you go. And, uh. It's yeah. funny, you can tell Kurt and I get a little jacked about listening to these. We yeah, like we love, we love listening to these and then we're like, oh, I miss this. Makes me want to go do, back and do that I miss doing our investigating and trying for, EV, like, I love listening for EVP. Totally. So now, uh, how long, what do we got? Hour 48. Holy crap. And there's nothing to edit out either, no, right? No, so we're not going to, we're just going to, We're okay, super quickly, because we still have two more clips to play. Super quickly, theories, number one, it's, <laughs> it's a ghost thing, I guess. They're totally ghosts. Number two, it's a parallel universe thing. I get that. We talked about that in our yep. last EVP episode. Yep. Number three, it's a psychic thing. We are the ones causing the EVP sure. with our psychic abilities we don't know we have, our latent psychic abilities. And number four, it's nothing. It's all just hearing what you want to hear. Explainable, yeah. So there you go. I go with <laughs> one or quickest, two. The quickest I've ever gone through. I go through one. We've, like, how do you explain some of these? Right, I don't know. Can't. I don't know. I don't think you can. So Especially, no. how would it be a parallel universe if it was maybe something in the environment yeah. making the noise yeah. that it should exactly. make? Exactly. So I don't know. I it, I 100% think it's it's either a ghost or parallel universe thing. But I can kind of buy the parallel universe. That doesn't thing. seem that like doesn't seem legit to me. I mean, I, over I, to the side. I don't yeah, know. I don't like, know. After listening to these now again this morning, it's just like I don't know how to explain some of these. I just mm-hmm. don't. So hopefully you guys liked them. But now we're going to play this one that I don't know if we've already played for you guys. It's kind of a long one, too. Yeah. And that, and we had one more. So yeah. we're going to have to get we're to gonna these. Skip, like, we're going to skip everything else. Now. We're going to skip okay, everything good. else. Because <laughs> I forgot so, to do this. Okay, good. So this one, I don't know if we've already played. If we did, you get to hear it again. Mm-hmm. Just a, prepare yourself. It's a little creepy. A, it's creepy as hell. So if you have kids, if listening, you have kids listening, you might not want them to hear this because yeah. they'll probably have nightmares because this one it's is pretty creepy. creepy. This is like the literal definition of what Krista and I are afraid of happening on to one of us yep. on a ghost investigation. And B, if this is yours or you know who caught this clip, let us know yeah, because we're, we're I, dying to know the I want to know the backstory behind this clip. It what was happened just, after? It was called something like Closet Camera One. So this oh, was during an investigation. Yeah. 
you're going to hear at the beginning there investigators talking and you're going to hear like one of the investigators i think it's a girl like start it's to breathe closest camera clo- closest camera start to breathe weird and then mm-hmm. towards the end yikes things get weird so this be prepared here you go buildup of it it's a woman jennifer they keep saying jennifer people you can hear how concerned people are getting like the emotion in their voices like there's something wrong but how the voice when it's laughing how it changes how the tone changes and gets deeper deeper so i don't know i mean that that is that is what chris and i are afraid of and on just investigation. the reaction of like everybody get out, clear the room yeah. you all need to get out of here yeah. right now because yep. something is happening that we don't so we're only gonna play that really one scary. once we're only yeah. gonna play that one once but Ooh. yeah chris, chris and i are just looking at each other while we're listening to it and she's got chills it's scary it freaks me out as much now as yep. it did the first time i heard it yeah I, like I said, I cannot listen to that at night. Because Head to it is toe just, chills. Yeah, it's just no. That's a no. So if I don't you know, ever want to witness if it. anybody knows what's going on there, we want to know the backstory of that. Mm-hmm. And lastly, uh, just because that one was super <laughs> we scary, we need to lighten the mood a little bit. <laughs> the story behind this one is that we were doing an investigation at a house in Peshtigo. Um, and Sort of my neck of the woods. Yeah. And back in the day. We had all split up into separate rooms and we were doing what we call quiet time where we're just soaking in the atmosphere and seeing if we can hear anything. So I don't remember who I was with, but I was in one of the children's rooms with, with somebody and we're trying to be quiet because everybody else in the house was is... Was Barry there? I don't think so. Because the voice that responds reminds me of Barry for some uh, reason. Katie was there. Katie was there. Okay. Rhonda was there because Rhonda's the one that's laughing so hard at okay. the end. <laughs> but everybody is trying to be in their rooms to have quiet time. And, and I, this I pick up a little boy's like toy guitar thinking that it's off I, and I, you hear me make a little sound like when I'm playing the guitar and then all of a sudden you'll hear what happens. So I kind of ruin our quiet time that <laughs> night. So here it's called, the file is called guitar solo. So here you go. This is my, this is me being super professional on an investigation. <laughs> no, it's off by now. I think not, man. We switched off. Well, 
His flesh is on his face. Wow. And good times were had by all. So yeah, there, there you go. That's Kurt screwing up quiet time during a ghost investigation. People in the other room were like, what the hell was that? Because they were all trying to like heads down in the dark and we're trying to be super still. And no. I, I hear re- Mark say, scared the hell out of me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that is me with our my guitar solo during a ghost investigation. You know, I just had a thought to myself as we were listening to this one. Do you think it's possible that by playing EVPs in your house, you invite something Oh, in? totally. Great. That's why I'm glad we're not doing it in my place. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had to listen to all these at your place. So. Yes, good point. So there you guys go. Mm-hmm. Another EVP episode. I know people wanted to hear more of our EVPs, so hopefully those were to your liking. Yeah. And Chris and I are all like amped up now yeah. because we love listening we to these things. And it's just, it's oh. it doesn't feel like it was that long ago, but it was. It really was. But like the, the stair, the breathing ago, on the years. stairs, I don't know how to describe that other than some kind of spirit there. Yeah. And like I said, when I go to it all the, the time. Room, but yeah. you and I being so freaked out in the back room of the basement with the lights on where you and I literally had to pick up our stuff and leave. Mm-hmm. So there was something there that night. I think so, so too. That was the night I had the breathing in the ear. Yeah. So. so there you guys Agreed. go. Let us know what you think of these EVPs. We're really curious to hear what you know. We'll hear what you know. To what hear what you think. think. <laughs> and if you know anything. And if you know we'll anything. Hear that too. And if anybody knows anything about that weird possession with the girl That's laughing. what we think happened, by the way, that she was possessed. Because oh, I, yeah, totally. I don't know how else to I don't know how else to explain that either, but... Krista better never do that on an or investigation. Or really good around. acting. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Just no. the reaction of the people around her tells me that was like a legitimate situation. That's why maybe it could could it have been from a found footage movie? Like, I don't know. Like a found footage ghost hunting movie? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I want to know. It's what... so sketchy when stuff is online. Yeah. You just don't know where but it But it sounds from. legit. Like, it I totally would does. bet all my money that that's because you hear like the at, the usual sounds of somebody doing an investigation. So, well, and the name of the file is Closest Camera, camera which yeah. tells me there's video footage yeah. of this somewhere. So, I don't know. I don't mm. ever want to experience I don't know that, if I but I want to see the video footage. <laughs> I don't want to see the video either. So we're running out of time. So we'll we do are. our song choice next week. We'll do a pickle joke next week. Listener questions. Listener next questions week. next. Are you gonna give our deets out at least? Uh, super quick. You can email us at thestrangesessions at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at strange session without the final s. Krista does a fantabulous job on Instagram at The Strange Sessions. You can send us postcards and snail mail to The Strange Sessions, P.O. Box 434, Manitowoc, Wisconsin, 54221-0434. And you can call our lonely phone line at 920-443-9602. Krista just got a text from a ghost. <laughs> so <laughs> No, it's my screen time report. Oh, okay. I always get that too right around now. Mm-hmm. So I think from Krista and I in the hopefully non-EVP haunted strange seller better not be i hope not so until next time from krista and i stay Stay strange. strange